Well, perhaps I could say, uh, since uh, I think I met you uh, about the beginning of last year, and then I went off to Colombia. And when I came back, I heard that uh, you had some unusual uh, experiences in general. We were very busy at that time, and so we didn't actually get to see you. But uh, perhaps we could start uh, discussing on that line. Then. Well, uh, yes, uh, uh, they were indeed uh, very unusual for me. Mm -hmm. And instead of uh, telling you how I got into that, it would perhaps be better for me to, to describe what actually uh, I got into, you see. Uh, I, I got into a a new state of being as it were. Um, uh, Mr. Brian Mason was here at the time and um, something triggered the whole series of changes in me. It came about in, in quite an unexpected way. Uh, one day, I think I've heard this before, but uh, <laughs> let me uh, go over it all over again. So one day I was lying here, you see, on the same sofa, and suddenly I found my body was missing, you know. And then I opened my eyes and looked at myself, the body was intact. Closed my eyes and then I found that my body was missing. Well, I didn't pay any attention to that. Next day, Brian was here for lunch and a few other friends. And I told him, yesterday I found my body missing and it hasn't come back to me yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was, there was another friend there, here who practices homeopathy. And he said, oh, no, something terribly wrong with you. It's something like the separation of body, you see. Let me go and get some homeopathic pills. He, he rushed to his hotel and brought some pills. Uh, but I felt that uh, it was something more than you see, separation of body, you know. And then was a series of uh, changes were, uh, took place one day. Um, um, I found that, you see, my skin became suddenly very soft, soft like a milk, you know. And then the next day I found that my vision changed, and then my listening, and then my taste changed, and I found all my uh, senses, five senses, um, started functioning as it were in a different kind of way. And it, the, the whole thing was so puzzling to me, I didn't know what it was. And, but yet, you see, somehow, you see, the whole thing became 
so panicky to me. I didn't realize what it was all about. And after a week, uh, I suppose all these changes took almost a week, you see, for all these changes to take place. One day the eyes, another day the ears, the third day the taste, and the fourth day the skin, and fifth day, I don't remember <laughs> what happened. You see, on the sixth day, you see, I was sitting there again, and then I felt all of a sudden that, you see, the life was simply ebbing out of me, you know, the, um, and then I called her, you see, I feel as if I'm going to die, you see, I have come to the, the, the end of my life, I would, don't bother, you see, I always told her, you see, if something happens to me, hand over this body to the, <laughs> to one of the hospitals, <laughs> don't bother about what to do with my body, and then she found me, you see, the whole body turned blue, you know, and I was terribly shaking, and, and I felt as if life was ebbing out, you see, through, through every part of my body. I couldn't sit there, you know, and I moved over here and stretched myself. And, uh, you see, but then, you see, something, the, the whole thing was sinking inside of me, you see, as it were, you see, like a vacuum cleaner. Um, suck out. And then, you see, uh, I was in a peculiar kind of state, did you, uh, a bit, uh, there, there was terrible pain in my head and uh, pain all over my body. And then the last thing, it, it was difficult for me to go over all these things, but now mm -hmm. it, 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 by way of introduction it is very necessary what happened. Because all my memories are now fading out and it's very difficult for me to, to recall with uh, vividness what happened to me, but it's vaguely I remember. And then suddenly, you see, I, I felt that, you see, to, to use a simile, you know, the, the aperture of a camera trying to close itself and something in me, you know, trying to keep it open. And then again, you see, the aperture was forcing itself to close down. I tried to keep it open. And suddenly, you see, it closed itself. And what happened afterwards, I, I didn't know, but after nearly an hour and a half, um, I, I came out of this. And, and the whole past completely disappeared, you see. And, and I felt as if, you see, I had no past at all, any kind. And, and I felt as if I was see, waking up from, you see, a deep slumber, uh, as if for the first time in my life. It was, it was a clean slate. And then I, I didn't sleep that night, you see, at all. It was a very disturbed night. The next morning, you see, on the seventh day, I woke up again, you see, as if I was waking up for the first time in my life. And then on, you see, the, the, the series of uh, bewildering situations for me. Then, the next day, you see, you see I was uh, sitting here, uh, again, you see, I think by the time Brian had left and all the friends had left, suddenly, you see, um, the body began vibrating with a tremendously terrific uh, vibrations, you know. And I didn't know what to do. I couldn't control the vibrations. They were so terrific. And, and wave after wave, this started coming up from here, you see, to the head. And then these waves trying to escape through my, uh, through the brain, you see, or something through the head. And, and this went on, you see, for nearly half an hour, wave after wave, wave after wave, wave after wave. 
with uh, greater and greater uh, speed and then I couldn't control myself and yet you see I tried to hold on and, and I called her something, something is happening to me and she didn't know and she, was, she said you see uh, you can't do it by any volition of yours something is, is, is alright we have to uh, put up with this and it went on for half an hour like that and then I went to my room and stretched myself on the bed and the whole night you see it starting from here from foot to head this terrific wave after wave like devotion wave it went on the whole night the whole night I didn't know what it was I didn't bother to do anything and and this uh, friend of mine who practices home <laughs> but he came and he brought some more pills but then I suddenly realized there is something there is something more to it than you see than the way I am you see interpreting these things but anyway you see let me wait and see and, and then you see the whole of this final poem I felt suddenly it was raw like a wound the whole thing is I couldn't rest myself you see, on the back and turn myself this way, that way and it's a, such a terrific uh, pain here not only here, the, the whole head was painful you know and then from that moment onwards you see my, my awareness started changing you know, all of a sudden uh, then, so I realized that I was in a state of uh, a peculiar kind of awareness, you know, the awareness of things outside and the awareness of things inside. Uh, that was the beginning, you see. And then I go for a walk and and I see the things and I don't know what they are, you see. And I look at her and and I don't know who she is. You see, this, no, no, but you see, this is started this way. The living process. Uh, was not there, you see. She goes out of this room, and and you see, she she's out of my consciousness. She has been with me for five, six years, every day. As long as she is here, as long as I am looking at her, she is here. But the moment she goes outside, and she goes out, you see, she doesn't exist for me at all. The noises she makes in the other room, you see, are not in any way related to her. You see, something totally unrelated. These two things. Uh, and then you see uh, this, this kind of a, a bewildering thing conti continued for days and days and this pain in the head, you know. And and then I felt, uh, you see, that some kind of a, a, a change was going on inside my body. You see, this is some kind of an awareness uh, that every cell in my body, you see, every gland in my body um, was hit by something, something something like a uh, um, what do you call the lightning you know and all the cells you see is, is every part of my brain was um, undergoing some kind of a transformation as it was and and every organ in my body you see I felt was undergoing some kind of a change it, it went on for two three three weeks uh, but you see I, I didn't pay any attention and then you see, the breathing changed, my breathing. Suddenly I felt one day that, you see, the air was escaping through here. You see, I breathe in, and suddenly I felt that the, uh, you see, it was escaping through some part here. I looked at it, no hole here, but at the same time, it was escaping as it was here. Then, you see, this David Barry was here one day, 
And he said, you look here, old chap, you see, <laughs> this is not a funny thing that you, you got into. You see, these are all, you see, he is very well read in um, the Hindu philosophy, mysticism and, and yoga. He's a very well read chap and he lived with these, uh, the Hindu monks. And he said, you see, you, you have come into an extraordinary state of being, similar to that of uh, the religious teachers. They don't treat it very lightly. And, and then, you see, but I didn't pay any attention. So although I, I myself was a student of philosophy, I taught Indian philosophy, I lived with the monks for seven years, practiced everything. It never occurred to me that this, that this could be the thing which I wanted when I was young, you see, and, 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 and worked hard and hard. And then, um, I told him, you see, well anyway, if, if it is so, if it, maybe it is so, I don't know. But I set out to, to go to New York, you know, and built up a tremendous image, you see, and the God-dazzling things and, and, and the beauty, the grandeur, the splendor of New York City. I thought I was going towards there, and suddenly, if it is uh, this, what you say it is, I find myself in, in a, in a God, God forbidden, even the de devil's forsaken place. This comes with this thing. And, and uh, see, then it's something as it were in me. There was nothing there inside of me. And I said, you see, this is what you have been asking for. This is only not that, you see. That was only an image you built for yourself, but this is, this is actually the thing. And I said to myself, you see, in, indeed I played with some kind of a dynamite. You know, I didn't want this kind of thing. Anyway, I can't do anything about this. I have to stay with this, right? I told myself. And then, you see, uh, this bewildering um, thing continued for, for weeks and weeks. Uh, everything I, I look at it, you see, the, the word doesn't come into my mind. And I look at a rose, and then you see, I have to ask her, what is that flower? And she says rose, and we take a few steps more. And then I ask her the question again, you see, what is that? You see, this is rose. Like a baby, what's the matter with me, you know? And with, refer with regard to everything, you see, everything I look, I look at the, uh, the tape recorder there, you see, and then the question arises in me, what is that? So then, uh, then I had to ask her again, you know? This kind of thing, you see, went on for months and months and months like this. Then I said to myself, you see, it is, um, what is the point in asking this question to yourself? If you see a flower, you see, forget it, you see. There is not even a flower to me. What it is, you see, God alone knows. So why should you ask yourself, what is that? You see, what does it matter whether it is a flower or a tree or a, or a monkey or a donkey? It doesn't matter. But you go on questioning yourself every now and then, every time you look at, I ask, what is your name? You see, it, 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 it looks like you're living in a, a madhouse, as it were. And then, this, I couldn't... Uh, contain these, you see, the, the force of this, uh, the energy that was generating inside of me, you see. The, the day after day, day after day, I felt that I couldn't possibly contain this, you see, and I must do something about it. At that time, Deskachari was here, and then I talked to him about this. He had explained to me, you see, this, uh, this, this is supposed to be, you see, the, the state of being that uh, all the religious teachers have come into, and uh, you, you have come on the reverse gear. And we all struggle, work hard, and go through the, the mill for years and years and years. And I don't know what kind of special flowers you offer to Goddess Dunga in your previous life. But anyway, you have it, and you see, and you must you see, do something, you see, to control, you see, the, the, the escape of this energy you see, out of your body. You come to India, we'll consult my father, and he's, he's supposed to be an authority on yoga. 
So then I decided to go to India, but this continued for four or five months. No, no, here, oh, you yeah, see, yeah, this, yeah. but I was sick, totally and completely sick, you know, I, I did nothing but rest inside, you see, and watching, you see, what would be the outcome of this all, and then I went to India, and he suggested that I should go to a 48-day course of yoga and breathing exercises, and also some kind of a diet restriction, you see, a very bland food, milk and rice and some fruits and vegetables, for so 48 days. They thought I would be able to uh, control this, you see. Not I would be able to control this. Somehow, yeah. you see, it will moderate its effects on the, the physical body. And uh, then he felt that I should go on for another um, 48 days. So I went on with the course and, and it did help me uh, to contain, you see, to, to moderate the, the effects of uh, uh, these changes inside of me. Uh, and then you see, it's still I am still continuing the, the the yoga lessons, and now it is something very natural to me. See, there, there is no bewilderment. The 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 awareness inside and the the awareness inside and outside. These are the uh, two things that are there for me. And so when when I look at something, see, there is no problem for me to ask what it is, but that has an effect on me. You see, and. Uh, so you see this the suddenly somehow you see the mechanisms uh, of, of the mind or of the mental activity came to an end you see, with, without any volition without any effort on my part and then you see the body took over you see, as it were and, and the sensitivity of the senses you see, became extraordinarily sensitive um, uh, it, is, it is so, it is always yeah. so. It's, uh, but it's, what I am left with is, is only <laughs> the body. <laughs> and there, there's nothing inside the, inside of me, except the life, you see, throbbing through so every part of the body. Which is all. Yeah, so when you use the word I. But that's only a mode of uh, communication. Uh-huh. It's the first person singular I have to use. Not that there is, you see, the consciousness uh-huh. of the I all the time. But the whole structure has to come to an end because there is no such thing as a center in me at all. And all the, the reactions are the, the, the bodily reactions to the environment, to the things around. I don't know if I have uh, explained it. Maybe we can go into it and, and, and talk about it further. I, I don't know if I have uh, yeah, communicated I mean. it. If we go into it further for help, maybe, 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 yes, yes. So, as you know, for instance, when, you, when you're supposed to, to name the rows of rows, mm-hmm. uh, how in your mind do you begin to, to remember that it was, it was necessary to give a name? Well, it's, that it's, it's a very simple process. I can now, you see, uh, describe that, you see, the process, you know. All right, you, you look, at a, look at a flower. You see, it is not that I am looking at the flower, the flower is looking at me. Uh, the flower is looking at me because, you see, the, the eyes, you know, the eyes, as long as the eyes are open, they have to look at something or the other. If I close my eyes, then there is no problem at all. So, mm-hmm. if there is a tree, there is a tree, but I don't look at it as, it as a tree. Mm-hmm. You see, the, the color is not there. 
if I use the word object, you see, the, the communication is very difficult, you see. Uh, so when, when, you, when you look at an object, if I use the word object, the difficulty is to, to communicate exactly what it is there inside of me. What happens? You, the object becomes you. That the, no, 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 no. The object doesn't become me. See what, 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 but you say the word object now. Yeah, now, how, how, to, how to communicate this to you? See, mm -hmm. I see you. Yeah. See, I see you, for instance. Right. I see her. Yeah. These are two different things. See, see. Mm -hmm. How do I know that you are two different, that you are a woman and that she is a man? Mm -hmm. so because the right falls on you, your shape is different, your hair is different. The, the, the color of your clothes are different and he has a different build, is a different shape and there is a space between you, you are sitting on that sofa. Actually and factually, you are not, please excuse my <laughs> way of putting it, you are not different from the sofa. See, that's just a different, uh, uh, if, I, if I say color, you see, is a, uh, <laughs> is it, uh, no, I, there is nothing here, I am looking at all the things here, you see, that is a, uh, if I say that the chair, how do you distinguish you see, the, the, the human being from the, um, yeah. from the chair? See, because you are all moving, obviously you are animate things and the others are animate things. Because the light is falling on you, you see, the, the, it's a, um, the retina, you see, it's just like a camera lens. You see. If I turn this side, you don't exist for me. What is there? You see, the eyes look at it. Um, if I want to, he says, I know his name, I know who he is. And and, and, and the whole thing is, whatever I know, this is there in the background, if there is a need, who decides the need? I don't decide the need, the situation decides the need, you see. Whether this information can be of any, any value, the situation, so the moment I see him, I don't even recognize him. Yeah. But you see, so at the same time, there, there are certain courtesies. Yes, you know, common decency, we, we live in this world. And so you see, the, the common decency suggests that I should say hello to him, you understand? So the, the word is there for me to supply hello or good morning. So the situation decides, each situation decides when and how the information that is there inside is, uh, is necessary or is to be used. Uh, when that is over, you see, I say hello and then this some kind of a de-clutching, you see. Automatically, it is declutched, and then we are back again. You see, in the same way, I am looking at him. Yeah. And it's because there is a movement inside him, you see, the movement of life. It is, you see, there is a movement of life, you see. So, these two living things. Not, not this process, is, there is no thinking at all. Yeah. You see, because the, the very recognition of, 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 of any object, you see, as the difficulty is if I use the object. The very recognition of anything you see as you see as an object or as you see or as a name, the thought comes in. So that means it is a waste of energy. Yeah. See, the thought is a waste of energy. So ordinarily, the thought does not come into my mind, uh, into come into yeah. being at all, at all. Yeah. And yet, you see, there is uh, there is already you see something that is going on because you see. You, you are affecting me, not that I am affecting you. you see, if, I, if, I, if I see a thing, what you call a beautiful rose, you see, I don't call it a rose, number one. I, I don't um, know what that color is, right? And then, you see, uh, I don't even call it a beautiful thing. Maybe you see, next to that you have very deep yellow uh, grass flowers. The eye automatically goes to them and not to this. Because the deep colors, you see, always, you see, the, the eye goes 
trade, not the eye grows, that attracts the, 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 the yeah. eye and the retina captures that, you see, so the, the most beautiful flower has no importance at all. The, the, the green, the, the deep yellow color, it's a grass flower, it goes straight there. That may be the reason why, you see, the mystics always talk of uh, the dew drop in a grass. Because the reflection of the sun yeah, is yeah, very yeah, white, yeah. and so the eye goes straight there. No, not the eye goes there, but that attracts, you see, the eye. And not, not, uh, not I am looking at it, you see. And that has an effect. It has a physical effect on me. Because there is nobody else inside. There is no mental activity of any kind. Whatever, you see, is there in the environment. The, that affects the body. And how, how do I know that affects the body? See, because, you see, if I take a walk from here to the start, this is a very beautiful valley, number one. I don't call it beautiful. I have no choice. So if there is, you see, a very picturesque landscape, which we call a picturesque landscape, I don't call it. So the eyes are fixed straight, you see, on that, you see, and the, and the, the eyeballs uh, become very fixed. They don't move. And that, you see, uh, the, the beauty of that landscape, or whatever it is, uh, immediately you see, has a reaction on me because you know, I take a deep breath. You see, so it, it is a breathtaking view, obviously, otherwise, oh, why, why would I take, take it? And then, you see, I, I walk a few steps further, I, I see a cow moving, you know. I don't call that a cow, it's like a, a newborn baby, you see, you, you press her, you look as if you have never looked at the cow, you see, the waving of the tail and the head, you see the moving, the horns, and, and, and it's, it's not that nothing is going on inside me, it's, I'm describing it in order to, to, to communicate, yes. you know, not, not, not communicate, to describe, you see, a state of being at that particular moment. So, you see, you, you, you are there at that particular, whatever the eyes see at that particular moment is all that is there for me in that world. You see, that's all, there is nothing else. See, I move a little and then you see something else comes. If there is anything of a beautiful uh, a thing around me, it immediately you see, it, it has a an effect on me. So I breathe again and again and again. This breathing process goes on and on and on. And this breathing has an effect inside of me because the oxygen enters, you see, every cell in my body. You know, it's just, uh, here I must mention, you see, uh, the, what, what the Hindus call the chakras, you know. Mm-hmm. You may have heard, you see, the center, they started all of a sudden, you see, I still have uh, some of them, you see, and they appeared all over, you see, the 34 spots appeared on my body. And the chakras, wherever the chakras are supposed to be, they, they, they are not chakras, but to me, the, the dormant glands in the body have suddenly uh, become, become active, you see. What triggered this process is, uh, is very difficult because when once, you see, the, the stepping out process takes place, the, the the triggering device is already there inside of you. It's, 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 it's automatic, and and so the the triggering device perhaps has set in motion. You see, uh, the whole process and all these dormant, and particularly here, you see, um, and now perhaps you can't see. See, the lotus appeared. You see, on my forehead. This perhaps is the the pineal gland or the pituitary gland or some mm-hmm. glands, the new glands, all the dormant glands, and here um, the the pituitary gland. Yeah. All of them, you see, by Somehow it's activated, and and this breathing, you see, it's like a barrel pulled. When it goes, you know, you see, it takes turns like this, and and back to every every nerve center in my body, and I become aware of this process because you see there are uh, 64 spots on my body. You see where 
I feel the pulse, not only here and here, but in 64 spots, you see the, the, the throbbing of uh, the life is, is felt by, I become aware, not, not felt by somebody. Um, and so you see this, and then again when I breathe out, you see the same process goes on. And, and the whole body is, is heated up as a result of this uh, uh, breathing in and breathing out. Uh, and then you see it, it produces large quantities of saliva. And so I have to follow that saliva. The moment this saliva goes inside, you see it generates electricity in, inside the body. And it, it goes on and on and on, whether you, see, you look at it, uh, an object there or whether you listen to your music or whether, uh, no matter what you do, I have no choices. I can't say this is, uh, I'm going to listen to something this or, or going to, going for a walk. If naturally I take a walk because the body needs some exercise and so I usually take a walk. Or if I sit here and I look out of the window, you see, I can sit there and look out of the window for the rest of my life. It's because every time I look out, it's, it's something new, so, which I've never seen before. You see, every day I see this, and every automobile that's going there, it's, it's, it's a moving thing, if I call it thing, because what it is, you always wonder, you know, the moving thing on the road. And, and then it's one after the other, one after the other, one after the other, these automobiles come different colors, with different shades. So you can go on looking, looking at them for this because there's nothing else to do. You see, at this particular moment, yes, if there is something, you see, something, something to do. Yes, for instance, you see, told me that it would all be coming here at four o'clock. I was ready by three forty-five. Mm -hmm. If there is nothing there for me, I go in, in, inside of my room and rest. When when there is no awareness outside, there is an awareness inside. And what is that awareness inside? It means you see, you you become aware of the whole the movement of your body, the blood, the the uh, the heartbeat. I, I listen to the heartbeat. You see, and 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 so it's very interesting to listen to one's own heart <laughs> heartbeat. Uh, that's possible only when the outside science uh, sounds are not there. Yeah. But there is all the time this this tremendous uh, what shall I say this this state of uh, um, silence. You know, it's not silence means not the absence of uh, sound at all. The sounds are there. But no distinction whether somebody is playing you see, a piano there or um, somebody some screeching, screaming noise from there, you see, or the, the utensils noise there. They, they are all the same, you see, they, they come and hit, you see. That's all, you see, the sound is there. And when you look at it, the things are there. And what am I saying? Uh, and so, you see, I, I can stay in my bed, you see. And there is no such thing as hunger for me, because I don't feel uh, the chemistry of the body needs food. And so I take food at regular intervals to keep the body going. Otherwise, I feel weak. For days and days, I didn't take food at all. Mm -hmm. And I felt weak because there is no such thing as hunger at all. That seems to be the only thing that uh, the body needs. You see, the body has to be, what is left is only, only the body. And, and so the body uh, has to be uh, maintained in a perfect condition. And, and, and and so you see, this goes on and on and on and on. You see, day after day, um, it's, it's an interesting yeah. <laughs> thing. Yeah. It's an extraordinarily for the first time. You see, you feel that this is the way to live. You see, yeah. the way the people love is, is live is this is something terrible yeah. because you see there are conflicts, contradictions, and and and, and why why they worry themselves over all these things because this is the way to live. See, that is not the way to live. And then how, how to um, um, 
how to um Um, why, why you see the, the, the people come with all kinds of questions, you know, when I meet um, friends here, they come here, they, they ask hundreds and thousands of questions, because, you see, there are no questions for me at all. What, what has happened is, you see, um, we all search something and we seek something, we are seeking something. It is not that you have arrived at this uh, destination or that you have uh, found what you have sought or, or all your life, but the, the search has suddenly come to an end, you see, and, and this is, that means, you see, there is no questioner inside of me, I am not only questioning, uh, not questioning what is this, what is that, what is that, and what is this, but also the so-called deeper problems, you see, what is this life, what is life, is there any meaning in this world, in, in our existence, has life any purpose, or the universe around you, how this whole thing has come into existence, uh, the perfect, you see, all these questions, you see, are, are trivial, you see, because there is no questioner who is asking any questions of any kind anymore inside of me. And so why, why do they ask all these questions? Of course, there are basic questions, if I want to go to the registration, naturally, if I ask, if I don't know, if I will ask somebody. These are the, the, the questions uh, um, of the day-to-day -day existence. But there, there is no questioner at all inside of me. No questioner asking any questions of any kind anymore. The, the questioner has disappeared. Not that it, I have found the answers for all these questions. Or it, it's not a matter of saying that the metaphysical questions have no answers. It, it, it's not any of those things. It is just that the questioner has just disappeared all of a sudden. By some luck, if you want to say, with, uh, by, by accident. Or, or, uh, how I don't know is up to a point, you can trace what happened, and then there is a leap, you see. And, and this leap is, is, is very difficult to uh, describe how it happened. I, I really don't know I, why it happened and what triggered the whole uh, the series of changes inside me. It is very difficult to, to, um, uh, to find the missing link between the two. You see, I can only say by some luck, if you, if you want to say, if you believe in, in some kind of a grace, it's by some, by grace of, grace of whom, I wouldn't know at all. So somehow, you see, the, the whole thing uh, happened and, and here I find myself, it's completely uh, uh, a living human being, living for the first time, if you will. And, for the first time, the, the, the living quality has an opportunity, the living quality inside of me has an opportunity to, to express itself in an extraordinarily sensitive way and taking in everything that is there, you know, whatever is present in. And to be in this, this state of, um, what shall I call, awareness, it's, 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 it's a rubbed coin, it's awareness, in, not in the sense in which the, the psychologists use the word, but and perhaps the Krishnamurti says, in a state of choiceless awareness, because I have no choices of any kind, whatever is presented to me at that particular moment is all that is there for me, you see, to look at or to listen to. Um, there is no need for me to close my eyes, uh, either because, you see, see, as long as the eyes are open, I see. The, the, the ears listen to the things, and if I touch something, something is hot, something is soft, and, and there, there is uh, no body consciousness even. 
So the, this is perhaps what the Hindus call it. Sahaja Samadhi is a natural state of... Uh, um, and sometimes, you see, this goes into a different kind of a state as it were, not that I live on different levels. Um, this, even this, this, the, the, the awareness disappears. Even the awareness disappears. That's a thing which I can't uh, uh, bring into being. If it comes by, by itself, uninvited, I can't really think about it to bring that state into, into being. It is something like saying to myself, I'm going to dream a beautiful dream. You can't uh, say so All of a sudden, from nowhere, you see, and this kind of a thing is descends as it were on you. This is the only thing I feel that somehow something is descending, you see, on me, filling the whole being. And, and it begins, you see, with this kind of peculiar feeling, is uh, the anesthetics, you know, if it, if it goes, uh, if they give the anesthetics or anesthesia, or whatever you call it. You see, the, the whole um, um, process, this, the, the, the brain becomes so dull. And, and suddenly the, the whole uh, awareness, you see, disappears and, and the, the body becomes, uh, for all practical purposes, you see, it, is, it is dead, as it were, because the body becomes very stiff. I prefer to lie down rather than uh, sit at the time because, you see, the, the eyes, um, uh, I prefer to close my eyes. I can keep my eyes open. Whether, whether I keep my eyes open or closed, it's of no importance at all. It's, uh, all of you disappear for me because the eyes are open and yet I see nothing, nothing. So there is no awareness even there. And and then you see this this lasts sometimes one hour, one and a half hours, three hours. I know what happens because you see the 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 the, the, the it begins here and the whole the head becomes close uh, tightening process. It's nice. Uh, some kind of a tightening process takes place inside, and and then it is uh, some kind of a, a blow up. Um, blow up, he says, if you are off completely, yeah. see, uh, nothing exists for me. I, even if I keep my eyes open, they, they become bloodshot, as it were, and I can't see anything at all. And I prefer to lie down during that period. Sometimes it lasts for half an hour, one hour, two hours. And those who look at the body, see, they, they know that it is like a stone, you know. See, see, can you understand what happens to the body in that state? So that's the thing yeah. which I don't know at all, you see. It becomes almost like anything, like uh, yellowish, bluish, yellowish, and like an abast or something like that. Mm -hmm. Really, very much like a corpse. Yeah. And uh, all the things yeah. is absolutely motionless. It can last very long, motionless. The obviously, yes. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the signs of life are there. It's the heartbeat. It's right here up to your point. The heartbeat, the pulse, and, and the brain waves, you see. And, and the, the breathing is very, very slow. The breathing becomes uh -huh. practically uh, unnoticeable, as it were. And then, you see, when I come out, you see, suddenly, you see, then I realize that I'm still, see, the life is still there. You see. And this sometimes happens two times, three times, four times. It's just, uh, nobody can say when this comes and why this comes, how this comes. It's yes, somehow. Yes, yes. You can at any time, if somebody comes or there is some disturbance, the second you just can be clear. There is a completeness about it. The environment is unclear, so between both, either he is off as he says, or he is perfectly present. Well, of course, it's known that investigations 
that uh, awareness depends on something in the base of the brain which can uh, be affected, for example, by various chemicals. But what, what has happened to me is, you see, uh, the, the brain that we have in common with the animals, mm -hmm. you see, this, uh, this has undergone, you see, a radical change as it was. How do I know? You can very well ask me the question. Yeah. You, you see, because this process of uh, the billions of cells we have in this, in this brain, mm -hmm. see, they say that we have 10 billion cells and, and right. then 100 billion minor cells connecting. The, uh, and, and, this, and the cells inside the bones also, you see, underwent a, a, a radical uh, mutation, if I may use that word. Because when there is a change in the cell, when there is a sudden depth, you see, of, of the center, the eye, or whatever you call inside of you, takes place, and, and this body has got to undergo a transformation. So every gland in my body, every cell in my body has undergone a radical mutation. Why I use the word mutation? Because um, I can't think of a more... Mm, appropriate word. You see, this process went on and on and on for, you see, because I could feel, I could be, uh, not feel, see, I was aware that, you see, this process of change going on, the, it's just like, you see, the blood rushing in, you see, and then, you see, um, the change is taking place, you see, uh, every cell in my body has undergone a transformation, every uh -huh. gland has undergone a transformation, because it, is, it seems to be functioning, you see, in a different way, and also the, the, and this is the one thing which I would very much like one of these days, <laughs> if I had an opportunity. So, the brain waves, you know, mm -hmm. the brain waves uh, are terrific. Mm -hmm. um, and the electricity that, that goes out of my body is a tremendous, you know, since there is a, no, no, no point inside of me, see, there, there is no space for me at all. Um, and, uh, uh, if I close my eyes, uh, I tried all these. You see, I, I'm very skeptical about the whole business, uh, the whole business. But uh, anyway, see, uh, this is why, that's why perhaps they, they, they have used the word uh, enlightenment or illumination. You see, when, when I close my eyes, you see, there, there is light here. You see, the whole, the whole thing is filled with light as it were. There is no body at all. There is no body consciousness that I keep my eyes open or closed. It doesn't make any difference. I can look at this, whose hand it is. I, I, I wouldn't know at all. You see, if I touch it, it's, uh, this is a, if I call it, yes, this is a hand, but whose hand it is, next question, hardness. But there is no awareness of the body at all, there, there is no body at all. And uh, this I experimented, you see, the, the light penetrates through the eyelids, you know, when you close the eyes, and there is a hole here, as it were, this is some kind of, this is third eye or whatever you want to call it. If I padded these eyes with thick cloth. And still, you see, there was light inside because there, there is some kind of a, a hole here inside. As I don't know, but you see, the light penetrates through that, and the whole body is filled you see, with this light. As I sit there, and see, there is light inside. That's perhaps the reason why they they call, they call it enlightenment or illumination. And and then you see the it, it expands the, the current that uh, the electricity that is generated in this body goes as it were to the end of the universe. You see, affecting the whole thing. And uh, when I come out of this this state, um, whatever you call it, is, um, the the whole body is filled with is, is some kind of a substance like uh, the white substance. The whole body is filled with uh, this white substance. You can look at it and it shines like a, a phosphorescent. You see the whole body, and and this is so that is perhaps the reason why is why what this process is. I don't know. 
I'm not interested there. Even in finding out well, what is this, if they have some theories, if it's for them to. Um, one of these days, perhaps they will find out the, the medical technology will certainly discover the the, the dormant um, glands inside the body. They say that we have so many um, glands inside the intestines. They don't know um, why they are there and what what function they perform. If they really don't know, perhaps one of these days they will go into the whole thing and find out. But to me, it is you see. Uh, what I am left with, uh, if I may put it that way, is, is a pure and simple physical being. But yet, you see, this, is, this, this body is, is, is a different body. And, and the consciousness that is uh, 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 operating, if I may use this, uh, that word, across it, uh, there is no difference between life and consciousness. Life is consciousness, consciousness is life. And and, and it is a, a consciousness of a, of a different quality, of a different quality. Um, well, that, that is all that there is to eat. But the next question is, if there is, I have no question at all, no question at all. And this is the way to live, you see, for the first time, you see. If, if, if human evolution, I have uh, repeated this several times, I don't know if human evolution has any purpose at all. If it has any purpose, this seems to be the, the end product of the human, the, the human evolution. This mutation has changed, you see, the, the whole animalistic content of the brain, especially the, this part of the brain which is common with the animal. Mm. This is my uh, guess or why I make such a statement. Mm. <laughs> this may be, you see, the reason, because you see, you, you, the, for the first time, you see, somehow, you see, you have become a flower. You see, you have flowered into a human, real human being. The possibility of the human evolution, flowering into a human being is there. That is all what I am going to stress. You see, there is a state of being. This was my fundamental question. You see, I started very early when I was 14. Uh, what is the, the basis, uh, what is there behind and beneath all the, the religious concepts we have in this world today? Is there anything at all? Is there anything at all? If there is anything at all, the people who are around me were all frauds. The frauds in the sense, uh, I don't use the, I use the word fraud in a different sense. They all mental experiences, you see, within the field of thought. This itself is an extra, I myself went through the various kinds of mental experiences within the field of thought. And when it, 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 this, uh, um, um, and so you see, they didn't have the, re the real touch of uh, um, the source, you see, uh, of the, the origin of these, uh, except perhaps one person I met, uh, Ramana Maharshi, not this uh, Mahesh Maharshi of the Beatles man, he lived in India in a small village. So I felt that he had this somehow, you see, it was my own assumption. <laughs> and the second person I met naturally was Krishnamurti. But I have always had this nagging doubt about this chap. You see, I hammered him, you see, oh, day after day, day after day, you see, for, for weeks, you see. What is it that you have? You see, do you have anything at all? Now, I'm not interested, you see, in the abstractions you are throwing at me. This is kindergarten stuff. I know all this because I have been to the mill and I know every bit of it. A bit of psychology, I have studied psychology. I know all that. I'm not interested in your abstractions, you see. This, you see, any intelligent man can do, but what is there? Is there anything at all? That was my question. Not that I have found what is, it doesn't matter to me if he has, he has it, if he hasn't, it is his tragedy and the tragedy of those who follow him. That is no more a question for me. 
But is it the same? It's a, uh, perhaps it is the same. It can't be different. What is there behind it? So there is no comparative thing inside of me. These questions don't interest me at all, at all, whether he has it or not. So this must be the basis, because you see, um, um, of, the, of the religious um, experience, not our experience. Experience is a very trivial thing. You see, the mind can experience uh, um, uh, the many states of uh, experiencing. But this is uh, something beyond thought, you see. This is a thing which the, the thought can never penetrate. See, that state, you see, the, where this action takes place, if I may use that word, action, uh, I have no way of knowing what is happening at that time. But yet, uh, there, there seems to be some kind of an awareness, and there is a difference between sleep and, uh, and this state. There seems to be some kind of, uh, something is aware of something else, you see, uh, the, the, the Hindu, um, religious thinker said it's the immensity is aware of uh, its own immensity or that is aware of that and I would call it the life is aware of its uh, of itself because something is there but the thought can never penetrate penetrate and say what it is yes. and to talk of that state is when when I come out of it there is a tremendous state of relaxation you see the, the whole body is in a state of relaxation which you can call it bliss love truth God reality uh, or anything you like but it is not that you see, because there is nobody who is looking at it and who says, hey, here, if I want to get a word, you see, I can bring out the word and say that this is a microphone. Or I can look at it and say, this is, the, what is there, the awareness inside of me, you see, the, how the, the air is moving inside of me. But this thing, I have no way of finding, see, finding out a word to, to communicate and tell you what that is. If I use the word bliss, it is, it's not bliss. Perhaps it is bliss. What is it? You see, that state, you see, is I think the, the thought can after thought is a word. If I have no word at all to describe that, and and to use any of these words, love, truth, God, reality, or, uh, or anything is, is it is not right to use these words, and they are the inadequate um, uh, words to express a state of being which is beyond words. It doesn't mean that it is beyond words because you see, there is no way of my of, um, describing that state of being. Um, in that state, something happens. You see, what, what something happens? The body is, is you are dead and you are born again. You complete. It's, it's a process of living and dying and and see, there's no difference between life and death at all. The continuity is gone once and for all. I talk. I say after two hours, the whole slate is wiped out and it's clean. It's what is there for me in that room or the next thing? You see, then it writes itself again and then it wipes itself. If there is anything of importance, it's actual memory. There is only one memory. And that you see records it there, and if there is any use for it, it comes, otherwise there is no use. I, I, I read the Time magazine, you see every phrase is implanted in, in that, you see. Because I, I don't take any, any position while I'm reading, I just read it. Just to keep myself in touch with what is happening in the field of human thought, and also in the world. I read it, you see, yesterday I was reading the definition of death, you see, science article. Uh, but all this, every phrase, you see, it comes when there is a, a need for me to express something, the phrase is there ready, you see, supplies. The information is there ready. The whole encyclopedic knowledge that I acquired is there in the background, but if there is a need, it's who is to decide the need? It's the situation. Yes. It's what I am describing, you see. I have a difficulty now to describe this because uh, the, uh, it's very difficult for me to bring these words to, uh, to, to look at that and describe it. It's not looking at, you see. To describe the state is, is very difficult because what, there is always a gap. You know, it's, it's, 
So it's looking and it's describing and then you see the next word, it's not that I am struggling or not that somebody is trying to bring out or anything. It has to come out of, uh, in its own way, the, the, the word. Um, to describe see, the awareness inside of me in this particular moment. So that seems to be the... the Are you aware of time? There is no time, there is no space at all. It is, these are all bold statements because the the thought is time and there is a thought, you see, there is time. There is time. Yes, because with, uh, as long as you see, I'm, I'm aware of the things outside, there is a space. Yes, I'm looking at the things. They are spaced in their own way. The, because I have a vista of vision now, you see, as it were, I see much more. The eye takes in completely the hundred percent, and they say the optimists say that the, the eye cuts out ninety-eight and lets in only two. But now it is since there is no um, no choice of any kind, you see. So it the, the, the takes in the whole thing, as it were, and, and I have a, 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 a complete vision, but not behind. You see, if I want to look, this I have to turn the whole body, especially when the eyes are fixed. We say I can't look down at. Mm, on my own body, or you see, there I can't see, now I can't see, you see, so I have to turn this side. And this is the only time when I'm aware of the, not that I'm aware of the space, there is a space uh, often by itself, it's not because of, uh, there is somebody who is looking at it. When there is, you see, uh, when I want to recognize this, this uh, palace hotel, there is a space, you see, the dot has come in and there is a space. If I close my eyes, there is no space at all because there is no center here at all. The, the, the delight is part of uh, uh, the whole space. I am the, not to say that I am the space is, is not correct. It's, because uh, the, the light inside is, uh, it has no frontiers. You see, uh, it, it has no frontiers. I, I want to ex explain this simply again. May, may I take that verse uh, mm -hmm. yes, 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 I want that. This, uh, I explained to you the other day, you see, the, the concept, you see, this, this, this is the, 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 the social consciousness or the, the mind of the whole world is, 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 is and this is the enclosure, this is the eye which I have built through, through not generations at least from the beginning, it's like a baby, you say, this is a microphone and she repeats it next time and she sees it, she repeats it, this is microphone, that is how you see the whole, the, the, the word structure is, is built up and also they say, you see, but every cell is, carries is, the, they accumulate the cumulative knowledge from generations. It's going on the 14 million years of past. It, it is there in this individual. So, so this this wall is is, is the eye. It's a very difficult thing to break it. You see, if you lose one brick, you see immediately you put a plaster and uh, and you yes. close it. This is this is actually not different. The, the human mind or the human consciousness or whatever you call it is not different from the social consciousness. And so somehow, by some process, this knocks itself off. I can't do it. The more I, um, the more effort I put into this, you see, the, the more methods I use it, the more difficult it becomes because this is a strengthening uh, factor. If somehow, you see, this, this structure collapses once and for all, what is here is, 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 is outside. But this, this explosion, this is not an ordinary thing. This, this is something like a nuclear explosion. This is, it's of a terrific nature. When this explosion takes place, Naturally, the, the whole human consciousness as a whole is affected by this. Uh, why do you say, why do you make such a bold statement? You may very well ask me the question. Because uh, I feel that, you see, this, 
every time this 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 is not once that it takes place the explosion it goes on it's a chain reaction series of explosions every now and then they are taking place and then you see the fallout is affecting the human consciousness this seems to be the only way we can affect the world you see by bringing about you see a structural change within myself not not through any other process you are not going to change the world at all this even this is, is bound to be a very microscopic uh, effect on the world and similarly since the enclosure is not there it's, uh, uh, the, the whole um, um, the, 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 the whole space it's not that i am the space to say that i am the space is, is an absurd thing and so this seems to be the, there is no separation between you see the, the things whether i keep my eyes open or closed is a material what is the difference because uh, these are two holes here looking at things looking at what you see looking at but if there is a need for me to, to that is the uh, gestalt palace hotel it's all if i want to go to their home i know it is not that i don't know you see why you want to go this what purpose these are all you see the no importance at all and so you see the for the first time when the, the thinker well the thinker has no existence at all if he is an artificially created built up thinker he has uh, taken possession of the body you see and he, he has dominated for years and years and years and so somehow he has been uh, displaced he is not there anymore and what we are left with is you see this and the thought the thoughts you see how, how do you become aware of the thoughts anyway <laughs> what is thought as long as the thinker is there it is impossible for you to look at the thought impossible because the 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 thought splits itself into two one thought is looking at the other one image looking at the other you see there, there is no uh, way of looking at your thought it is impossible only when you step outside the the, the whole structure of the, the individual consciousness and social consciousness there is a possibility of finding out how the thought originates in you how the, the thought origin is very simple isn't it? because it has no content it has it, 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 um, 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 the thought has been has been part of the human consciousness right from the beginning you see you can't trace the origin perhaps that's the, the reason why you have the statement in the bible in the beginning was the word and the word was the flesh you see so it is a matter um, and at the same time it is it is a sound it, it's some kind of a uh, <laughs> i am very different to use these terms in your presence uh, so it is the, the thought comes how why it comes you see you don't know the thought sometimes comes it's like an electronic eye when the thought comes you see the the, the circuit is uh, the the awareness is is disturbed you become aware of the thought this very awareness destroys the thought yeah. so you see there is no scope for the thought to take roots there and they see bring the thinker in unless there is a need you see yes. that situation is decide, that situation decides you see how long the thought uh, um, is necessary and what path the thought can play otherwise you see sometimes for no adequate reason from somewhere it's not here the brain is not there so they come through as it were if let me qualify that so the ears because the thought is a word and word is a sound so this sound this exists it has been in existence through centuries so uh, sometimes you see see you the the thoughts come from this as it were from this here and goes through this this is a sound i say and thought is of no importance at all thought has no importance at all anymore when there is a need when there is a necessity for the thought it is there it's not that i'm thoughtless the thoughts that come in there is nobody who says this is right this is wrong this is a pleasant thought that is an unpleasant thought and 
There is nobody who is saying that, you see. Yeah. So it is of no importance if thought comes or comes there. And the feelings come, you see, the feelings, the feelings they hit me, you see. Um, here, you see, the, the, the heart, uh, uh, all kinds of feelings, you see. And what that particular feeling is, you see, so nobody to say this is a sex feeling, this is a, this is a feeling of irritation, this is a feeling of jealousy, this is a feeling of envy. All these are not there. The one after the other, they hit you. You look at this uh, flower there and that hits you. So you look at this uh, moving car, that hits you. You look at this uh, an animal there and that hits you. You look at w what you call a beautiful place, that hits you. Uh, and so, you see, you, have, you don't know what they are. They are just one after the other, one after the other. You see, the bombarding, you know, this uh, molecular uh, bombardment of uh, this. They, they are all here and then the heart, you see, the, uh, um, the whole body is, is vibrating with all these vibrations that come from us. They are all vibrations, as it were. And yes, as you go along, you see, you, you see all these vibrations, the, the, the feelings, what we call feelings, they hit you, so it's of no importance at all. Sometimes if the thought comes, it, it comes and the awareness, uh, it's like a, a, a torch, such light, you know, falling, as it is rising, it is destroyed. If, if, if any of these old memories of mine, you see, some, Try to penetrate. Sometimes these old memories come, and, and so you see, you, you become aware of that. You see, this is this is a nasty thought. You see, you, you had towards some individual, and so you see, when, when it enters, you see the awareness. You see, you see, you see um, watches that, and then you see the whole brain cells become so tight here. The thinker is here, not here. The words come here and go away, but this the whole tightening process uh, takes place inside the head, and it has no place anymore to take its root. It's gone. So the thoughts come and go sometimes, there are no thoughts, it's like, you see, the, the electronic eye, they come and the moment they come, you see, it's a simultaneous process. As the thought comes in, the awareness also is, is disturbed and at the same time the awareness destroys the thought. It is a quick process, so it is of no importance at all, it's of no importance at all. I don't know if I have the main point, because uh, it's a uh, thought coming in which disturbs the mind and builds up, you see, yes. and uh, uh, you could discuss the question of the root of thought. You say you don't know, but... Uh, you see, I don't put that question to myself, uh -huh. because, you see, it's all right, if I put my questions, you know, no matter what question you ask or anybody asks, first I start with a state of not knowing. I really don't know. Any question, what is mind, if you ask me, see, for me to get up on a platform and talk about mind is one of the absurd things, it's because... Uh, what is mind? You see, somebody asks me a question, because there is nothing here, there is no, I don't know. That's a silly, why do, why do you want to ask a question, what is mind? And all right, you see, then, then I want to, see, the, the exploration begins. What is the exploration, you see, the, the thinker has to come in, you know? And, and the thought process develops, what is, uh, the mental activity is not mind, you see. For all practical purposes, the mental activity is the mind. All right, you see, if the mental activity comes to an end, you see, that is one of the most extraordinary experiences that itself is. If you can experience that, the quietening of the mental activity, the quiet mind, the experience of a silent mind, that changes the, the, whole, uh, the whole process of thinking. That is how the, all the conversions have taken place, the mystical experiences or even the scientific experiences in the field of thought. It is still within the field of thought. So, for instance, you see, it would be impertinent for me to talk of Einstein. Before, so I did physics for my basic degree. So as long as we were all caught up in the Newtonian physics, nobody could break through. But you see, it's, uh, uh, Einstein is, is uh, somehow by some process, you see, realized the, um, 
the inadequacy of the Newtonian thought and, and, and that, uh, that itself, you see, the, uh, acted as a, as, as a breakthrough, as a breakthrough. Now we, we connect them, we know, you see, without our Newtonian physics, Einstein would never have come into existence at all. So as a flashback, you see, the, you see this, but there at that particular point, you see, he had to, the thought had, the thought, uh, the, the mental activity had come to a point, you see, uh, uh, to the end as it were, but not actually, but the, the, again it caught that experience and created the, the thought structure. So this revolution is within the structure of thought. Any such revolution within the structure of thought uh, is a revolution in, in itself, but uh, the thought, thought structure is still there. You see, that is a mystical experience or an epoch-making scientific discovery. They are the results of, uh, and which brings about, you see, a change in character, the conversions, all the conversions we have in the history of one of the mystics in, um, in Europe, uh, I forget her name, a prostitute. Suddenly in her 25th year, gets this mystical experience and un, um, illiterate and she picked up a few words and she wrote books, poems, you see, in the, um, in the language of the streets and which was the basis and inspiration of Dante. So it was within the field of thought, the mystical experience or religious experience or the experience within the field of thought changes the human consciousness, the individual consciousness, not the human consciousness, the individual consciousness. From that moment on, your way of looking at things, you see, she says, as if you have a new glasses, you know, everything you look at it is different. Every activity of yours is different. Every movement of your thought is different. It has undergone a, a, a change, a radical change, but not, not a, uh, but still within the field of thought. So the mental activity coming, bringing the mental activity to a quiet, um, uh, to some kind of a silence is not the end of it, you see. Although it is, that itself can perform a miracle, that is the first loosening of the whole process of this, this structure, the first loosening process. And then, you see, the, the, the memory of the, the brain cells, every cell has a memory of its own, the nerve ends, the, the whole human body, you see, uh, has to change. It has to become silent. In this case, see, the, 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 the whole thing is silent, every part of the brain cell, all the 10 billion, 100 billion cells, they become silent because there, there, is, there is a tremendous silence. This silence is, is, is of a different quality and of a different kind. It's not, not of the mind at all, not, of the, not within the field of thought. And so, you see, you go on and on and on and on and on, you come to a point where, you see, you will not be able to differentiate well, the difference between the, the, the human mind and the, the, the mind of the world, they are one and the same. They are not two different things. But for purposes of convenience, you see, we have created this enclosure and, and, and we have a, uh, uh, a feeling that, you see, we are individuals. We are not actually individuals. But when somehow this, the whole structure collapses, the individualization takes place. For the first time, you become an individual. You become an individual. Individual means, means is, that means you have, you have become a flower. And since there is no thought structure anymore, there is no I anymore, what is left with is, is the body. And, and the... And what is in, in, uh, inside the body is this life, you see, this life is not different from the, the creative, um, creative life. And uh, this is the creative energy, you can say all these words, but uh, the creative energy that has um, created the whole universe, you see, this, this is going into the field of mysticism unnecessary, it doesn't mean anything at all. So I come back to the same point. After all this going through, the exploring this, I come to the same point and ask myself the question, what is mine? 
And so if I have no answer, there is no question. The question has disappeared in the process. So if in this process, if I am able to bring somebody else also, you see, along, and put him in that state, you see, of not knowing, if I can, you see, it's a very difficult thing, the truth can work, otherwise it... So answering questions is, seems to me of a, no importance at all. But yet, you see, um, to, to find out, you see, I think I have explained, you see, the, the, how the thought uh, originates, the root yes. of the thought. The root, the, the origin of the thought is a thing which you don't know at all. No, you don't know at all. Somehow it is, it is there, it is, it is, but that is, that is a part of the, 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 the consciousness inside, you see, the, the, the life itself, you see, the, the brain uh, mechanism has this, you see, seems to have this as uh, part of its uh, being. That seems to me, I really can't give a satisfactory answer no, to that. I really meant it's not the question of the origin of thought, but the question of why, see, what, what is the origin of the continuity of thought? There is no, since there is no continuity. Yeah. But you see, uh, you, you say that awareness wipes out the thought when it starts, but you see, if it doesn't wipe out thought... So that means the eye is there. If the eye is there, yeah. he, he carries on. You see, he wants to bring more and more and more and more thought. Since this eye is... Now this thought is incapable of bringing the thinker into existence. You understand? So, so before that happens, you see, this gap, this, this thought disappears. So it's the awareness... Uh, it's like, you see, in the airports you have these doors. You know, the moment you set your foot, the door opens. Yeah. The thought comes. So, but what actually the thought uh, opens this, uh, there is a break in awareness, awareness because of the thought or the, um, no matter what happens, you see, both of them, you see, the awareness, the, the thought is, is there and it's not there the next moment. And so, you see, it has no chance to bring the thinker into operation at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, the continuity is lost. It's all the time it is, see, that's the only thing, you see, there is no continuity anymore. Yeah. I recognize this, you see, as a microphone. And the purpose is served and all that. But next time again, you see, I have to. Yeah. Well, you see, if you want to communicate, which you seem to want to do. Uh, I, I, that's one of my problems. I may not, <laughs> may not want to. I may not even want to, but I feel, I'm beginning to feel that even without communicating, there is a, there is a possibility of being silent in some corner. You see, no matter where you sit, you see, this, uh, I may be, um, it's because there's nobody who is deluding oneself, you uh -huh. see. Because this, these fallouts, perhaps will affect it in its own way. I don't know, I really don't know. But uh, there is another difficulty for me is, you see, the, the, how to, the mode of expression. Yes. The, I, I have no way of expressing myself since, um, you see, the, the, the whole past, you see, is wiped out. And that past included Krishnamurti too. Yes. So the Krishnamurti and lingo, if I may use yes. that word, is of no value at all to right. me. I can't use that at all. Impossible yes. for me. I don't even know what he's talking now, except a few phrases, it's still it's a fresh phrase. So, so, the easy thing for an individual is to fall back on that lingo, which yes, all the right. religious teachers is easy. This, the ready-made literature was there, so they used God, they used all the expressions, and, and this, this man somehow has, has developed you see, a new kind of, uh, um, new mode of expression, which is very vital. But to me, you see, that seems inadequate, because you see, that was part of, to that point, the cumulative, perhaps it helps others, I don't know, I can't say about others. But this, the breakthrough, as, as, as if, as I, the simile of I, Newton and Einstein, yes. you see, the Newtonian physics had to come to a stop in me. You see, the, the whole structure collapsed, and that structure included Krishnamurti. So I, I can't use any of those things, and how am I going to create new words? I can't create oh, new yeah. words at all. Yeah. 
Because I have to use the inadequate words that we have. The point is that the same words can function in different, in different structures, you see, in different uh, forms. Yes. So, uh, you see, uh, if you wish to uh, discuss, you see, in other words, you are talking. Yes, I'm talking. Yes. <laughs> so therefore, I'm all right. Yes, no, I think I said enough. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't mean you couldn't really. talk. I only mean that therefore you want no, to communicate. Yes, I could, take it that you're, uh, that some communication no, is... No, it would be very interesting to find out. If you perhaps, if, if you see, the questioner always helps me. One who comes here, he has to bring me out. I can't come prepared if this is what I'm going to talk. It depends upon the, the, the person I am talking to. Yeah. Is, and one of the difficulties I have is most of the people here are, uh, are full of Krishnamurti's uh, um, ideas. Yeah. And so it's, uh, I'm always confronted with this. Uh, or if you go to India, which is, they, they come with this, uh, the, the Hindu... Um, the technical and the term, terminology, the whole thing. So I'm always, uh, so they have to bring me out. Maybe perhaps you see in this process something will come out, I don't know. Not only here, but in science and in all other places, it is necessary to change the uh, form of the language, which yes. doesn't mean use different words, but I'll uh, go into it. That, uh, you see, it just as an illustration, you see, you described something which I would uh, put in a slightly different form, which is to say that the thought uh, comes in, or memory comes in, where the situation shows it to be relevant, you yeah. see, that the, uh, you see, if we uh, consider this notion of relevance, uh, uh, the difficulty is that our thought tends to come in when it is not relevant, you mm. see, therefore, that, that is why we are in a state of confusion. Mm. No, I don't quite get it, would you please? Yes, you see, do you want, uh, I want to say that we want to bring, uh, see, let me try to uh, say that this notion of relevance will help us to communicate. Yes. Now, see, let's go to Einstein, as it, yes, yes. Uh, just to begin with. You see, now what Einstein saw was the irrelevance of the Newtonian conception of yes. space and time, at least beyond a certain point, it yes. ceases to be relevant. Now, yes. people continuing to work with those conceptions were continuing with what is irrelevant and thus producing confusion. Do you see? Yes. Do you follow me? Yes, yes, I understand. All right, now, so Einstein saw this is irrelevant. Now, when you see something is irrelevant, it drops away. It, it drops becomes away. ineffective, you mm -hmm. see. Mm -hmm. Now, that leaves the mind free to see what is relevant. So Einstein saw another notion of space mm -hmm. and time that is relevant. But, of course, now people working with Einstein's notions are carrying them beyond the point where they are relevant. Yes, yes. There, 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 must, another be, man there must be another man come again. Another man, yes. You see, so the, and in fact, uh, probably it's irrelevant for anybody to try to continue Einstein's work at all, you see. Yes, yes. That is, this is a mistake, as it was a mistake to continue Newton's work. Yes, yes. You see, now the, um, the point is, uh, uh, so we see that first of all, in the content of thought, uh, there is something that may be relevant to a certain situation, which you have remarked upon, that it may be relevant to know the way to the station. Yes. Now, therefore, thought comes in where it is relevant, you see. If I make a description, it will be, I'll say, of the mountain. It is relevant to the mountain, but not to this, you yes. see. Yes. So, therefore, you will recognize the mountain from the description by seeing where it is relevant. Now, you cannot analyze like, what is meant by relevance. Yes, yes. Uh, but now, now, fine. So, now, the, the next point, you see, is to go on from the notion of the relevance of particular content to another notion, which is that uh, whether our ideas of relevance and irrelevance are relevant. Yes. You see, that when our thought is conditioned, then it is conditioned to give irrelevant judgments of relevance and irrelevance, you yes. see. And yes. this, is, this is where it begins to go wrong, because uh, 
uh, we take all sorts of things which are irrelevant, and they're taken as relevant. Now, once you take them as relevant, then it is confused. You see, it's confused to assert what is irrelevant. It is confused to deny what is irrelevant, you see. To deny, uh, so whatever you do about it, even to say it's, it's wrong or it doesn't exist is confused, you see. That is, whatever you do about the irrelevant brings in confusion. All that can be done is to let it drop, you see. And, and now, so, uh, I think, you see, the, the, the first point is to, as I say, thought has gone wrong in bringing in various irrelevant things, say, such as irrelevant gratification yes. or irrelevant continuity, see, irrelevant security, and so on. You see, that, uh, that now this, when, when it comes in as irrelevant, it, it, it seems to, I can, uh, to disturb the brain, you see. It, uh, I say it, it disturbs the function of the brain. So the brain is not clear, and it cannot make judgments of relevance and irrelevance. So it makes a trap. Do you see that once you have an irrelevant thought, it disturbs the brain, say, like here, and then the judgment goes wrong, so you cannot see that this thought is irrelevant, and therefore it seems relevant. Therefore you continue it. Therefore you continue to disturb the brain, and you go around and around in a circle, but it gets bigger, you see. Well, now, the uh, so what you describe, you see, the question which I wanted to uh, inquire into was where this, uh, this malfunction of the relevance judgment comes in, do you see? Somehow the judgment of relevance ceases to, uh, begins to go wrong, you see, that with thought. Now, where I think where pleasure comes in, do you see, where gratification comes in. And uh, the, uh, also time, you see, the, 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 the thing is that the second thing we can say is that except for certain limited purposes, time is not relevant. Mm -hmm. But we are making but it very well. But it's still relevant in the field of thought. Yes, but thought is time. Thought is time, yes. Yes, you see, that, that, that is, uh, I can see that, you see. But the, uh, now, uh, the, and, and time is, uh, but the, the time is also relevant in certain functional purposes, say, such as catching the train or operating various uh, machinery and various other things, you see, so people can synchronize their activities. But the difficulty is that we, that, that, that the relevance of time has gone much further in our thought. It seems that we exist in time, and that is irrelevant, you see. <laughs> now, that, that, now, the, um, well, yes, so, now, as far as language is concerned, you see, I think that uh, we could clarify the situation. If I pointed out, if I emphasize the two notions of description and inference, do you see? If we make a description, say, from perception, uh, and we may make inferences from that description, they mix up. Now, the, uh, I would say that all science or all everything, say, deals fundamentally with description and inference, but the mistake has been made to assume that it deals with what it, it describes what is, you see. Now, you see, if we once, see, for example, people felt Newtonian time is what is, Newtonian space, that made it very hard to change it, you see. Then Einstein came in with another conception. Now people begin to feel that is what is. But you see, if we say all space, all time, all descriptions of matter are descriptions, and then, you see, they, uh, uh, that does not commit us to say that that is the way things are. That now, then the description is relevant, you see, or not, to a certain situation. You see, a certain situation may call forth a certain form of description, which is relevant, but if we extend it too far, 
then it will not be relevant. One can perceive difficulties or confusion in, in the, the description will drop away, you see. Now, uh, so, see, it seems, uh, from what you say, you see that, uh, you see, or at least like before we go into that, the thought, the, the, the pleasure content of the thought is gone once and for all, you see. And so that means the pain also is gone. Both, yeah, or yeah. That means the whole structure is gone, the sex is gone once and for all, you see. So it's, it's impossible for such an individual to have sex anymore. You see, that is how sex also is a pleasure. You see, and along with it, all the, the whole pleasure content, not because, you see, um, of uh, your desire to, to, to practice abstinence or continence or celibacy, it's none of those things. The sex becomes an impossibility because the pleasure content is once and for all gone. Not only the, if you knock off the pain, you can't just, you see, wipe out pain without touching the, the pleasure. One cannot exist intimately to the other. So, the, 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 the content of pleasure or pain in the thought is not there anymore. This what is left is only is 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 an immaterial thought. I don't know if it but with regard to this particular thing, sex, uh, there is this question of reproduction. Now, because you see, the glands, the sex glands, you see, um, have to function. Yes. But uh, without see, the normal function of the sex glands, your thyroid uh, will be affected, and you you become a demented person. But that sex energy is, after all, that is the energy which I am talking about. That energy is, 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 is sublimating itself, and that's the one that is going into the brain cells. Instead of the downward direction, you see, it is going upwards. So that is the creative energy. If I am talking of the creative energy, it is the same creative energy that is inside of you. Is now, you see, undergoing a process of sublimation, as it were. It's, uh, apart from that, you see, apart from that, all the other glands are functioning. The, the feeling which we call sex feeling is not recognized as a sex feeling, number one. That's actually meant that more like it. Isn't it a duty that they're... Uh, not a duty, I just think, you know, very loose thing. Uh, a duty that they should reproduce. Is that the duty actually? I don't know. I, like, I'm only, why, why I'm are only we, trying to understand why, 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 why are we producing that? Did you mean that? Well, I wouldn't have used the word duty because I think this is such a loaded word. Well, I said I'm going to speak very loosely. Perhaps if I may say in a different way that, uh, of course, you know, one doesn't know whether reproduction can't take place in another mode other than bisexually. I mean, it could, you know, heterosexually, uh, there could be another way, a, a bisexual way. I mean, that is very simple animals and plants. So that can yeah. be another way. So one doesn't know. I mean, it may not be a necessity in some future time of the human race. We don't know. At this moment, we, we function in this way. So, I don't know, but I mean, at this moment, that sex is necessary uh, for the reproduction of the human race. Yeah, that is a statement of the mind, mental, you see, the eye. Um, see, to, to make a statement whether sex is necessary or not, is you will find out for yourself when you step outside the structure of the eye. As long as you see your... No, they're purely on a biological level. Well, what do you know of the biological? Well, this is what I say, we don't know what could happen. Biologically, biologically, it becomes impossible because, you see, 
Now that the senses are operating in a different way, let, let me explain. You see, I, I hold the hand of this woman. Yes. First, she's not a woman to me. Yes. You see? So I don't name her, excuse me, but this, this has to... Well, it doesn't I have to deal with this yes. subject, you see? Yes. So this is, uh, first, she's not a woman to me, see? And that will upset her, this statement, not that I'm making a statement. In order to, yes. to explain, you see, how, right. how this is not a possible thing. First, she's not a woman. Yes. You see, there's no difference between, you see, see she or the child or the... The awareness is not there. All right, I hold there is only softness, that there is something. Here there is no pleasure content. Yes. There is only a touch, the soft touch and the hard touch. Yes. Not that I feel all the time, you see, there is an awareness that this is a soft, all right. That there is something more than that, you see, more pleasurable than that, you see, to embrace that lady. Is, is nobody inside of you is suggesting further and further and further. You see, kissing is more pleasurable than, than, than you see, embracing a woman. All these, you see, the continuity is not there. This is what I am saying. When, when once the continuity is not off, somehow, yes. there is no continuity. Yes. So each time there is, you see, a, a gap, you see. There is a break here. So that there is the more and more and more of something is gone once and for all. The less and less and less of the other thing also is gone, you see. It is not that everybody who is in this, in this uh, state of one, but somehow, you see, you step out of that structure, the the... Since sex is one of the pleasures and an extraordinary pleasure. That's what I am suggesting is that is the question of the mind. You see, I ask you, for instance, all right, if you are really interested in this, the procreation of the generation, and sex is intended for the procreation, why the hell are we producing these birth control pills? Why do we want to stop this birth control? You see, that is the... The another, you see, the society, you see, the society, this is a social problem. You see, a social no, problem means a moral problem. problem. Now, you see, the, the, tensions of, uh, the tensions of moral issues are not there anymore inside of me. It doesn't mean that I will, you see, with impunity, you see, commit horrible things. It's impossible for me to do that. You understand? The moral problem, the tensions of the moral problem aren't there anymore inside of me. But you could not have sex. How can I? That's what I mean. It's impossible. So, so what you are saying is that there is no reproduction without pleasure. That's not my concern, you see. But it is what you are saying. But it is what you are saying. No, somebody, see, you are asking me a question, what about the continuity of the human yeah. race? That may be your question, this is, at the same time, you see, the, the whole society is now out to, this is to stop the, um, the, ex the population explosion. We are this, uh, inventing pills. What about that? You see the contradiction, you see, the, the confusion. And also, you see, the, these are social... These, well, these, so you're not meeting. Yes. Mm. No, no, I'm trying to... Yes, I understand. It's very interesting, actually. And, and you see the absurdity of this, but this also, whether to continue the race or not, is also a social problem in a way. You see, if you study the history of the Hindus, the Catholics, see, the Hindus wanted, you see, always children. And now, you see, the, the, the conditions are changing, the economic conditions are changing. For instance, you see, Hitler wanted more and more and more soldiers, and so he encouraged that. And this is, after the Second World War, 200,000, or I don't know how many, 20 million people died in uh, Russia, and so Stalin, you see, wanted more and more population. The, see, now we don't want for economic reasons. See, these, these are all the problems and the questions of the, uh, the human mind, you see. You are really saying, why do you want to reproduce the human race? That is, no, I'm not saying anything. You're not? I'm not no. saying anything. I'm just pointing, yeah. analyzing the problem for yeah. you. For me, you see, the all problems, you see, with all pleasures, 
there is no such thing as pleasure for me anymore. There is an enjoyment. You see, when I eat food, there is an enjoyment. That I call it an enjoyment. This, this distinction you must uh, understand. The enjoyment because you see there is no taste. So whether I put sugar on my tongue or salt on my tongue, you see, it doesn't make any difference at all to me. So it does make lot of difference to you. All right. If I want to recognize that as salt, there is salt. And we have this uh, the books, hundreds of uh, receipts, cookery books. All that is worthless to me because the dominant ingredient in your spices that is the one that hits my tongue. You see, and so what you call sour is sweet to me. What you call sweet sometimes is sour to me. It's because the dominant ingredient, whether be it a fruit or you see a dish, and so the taste has gone. So no matter what I eat, whether it is a vegetarian food or a non-vegetarian food, not that I am advocating non-vegetarian. Um, need at all. It is of no importance. I am not putting ideas into my stomach anymore, whether this is healthy or unhealthy. And so it is. It is not secreting any wrong juices anymore because there are no ideas. When I am eating, there are no thoughts at all because I am not recognizing anything at all, whether this is sour or sweet or sour. And so this this is a tremendous enjoyment. The food goes in, inside of your stomach. And the blood naturally rushes here, and you are in a state of tremendous bliss if you want to use this. No matter what I am doing, even if I am there in the toilet, sitting there, that is equally the same. You see, the movement of the bowels inside puts me into that state of samadhi. You understand? And so, this is, so this, the, the whole thing is, is uh, the whole edifice, whatever we we see around us, the, the whole structure built by the human mind. You understand? Everything we have is except this, the nature's beauty. Everything is. The one that has been created by the human mind, and now the people have to realize this is the thing which which I am going to point out. This the whole structure for centuries has been built on wrong foundations, on wrong foundations. This because this is the creation of the mind, and now you see that the people are beginning to feel that what we have done so far possibly seems to be wrong, and so see, the mind cannot play the same part as it has played before. I think we are going off the tangent. Uh, you see, the, the mind is the, the importance of the mind is is not it has already it is everything we have the, the whole the technological progress. But yet, you see, you see I will tell somebody. You see, the, the, he will throw brick backs. Not he, but the scientist. You have to write off the whole technological progress because it hasn't led man anywhere, and the man is still pursuing the same old the ends using this technological efficiency. The, the same old ends you see, of the basic needs, activity, and you see, the pursuit of sex, and the same things are going on and on. So man has not changed in 30. The anatomical structure, they say, has not changed in 30,000 years. It's exactly the same, and for 14 million years, or God knows how many years, they will perhaps change it. So this is not the way. Obviously, this is not the way. These questions seem to me is uh, fall into the Into the area of <laughs> irrelevancy, <laughs> to, to put it, you know. Yeah. But they are relevant, you see, to an individual who is concerned with the problem. Yeah. Uh, so the, the exploration of the problem, perhaps, is you see, to to not to treat it on a moral basis, or whether sex is necessary or not. Whether the, the problems of the people, they they are not real. They don't give a damn for this uh, procreation, or whether the continuity of the race, and, and they are killing 500 people with every day in uh, in Vietnam. Yeah. Well, I mean, procreation for the sake of animals, for example, they have no thought. They have no thought. Therefore, procreation is the same as anything else. As anything else. Yes, I was going to say this, but if the situation is such that 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 the action follows, and if the situation is not one that requires 
procreation, then the action doesn't arise. I think uh, there are no ready-made answers for well, all no. these. Uh, the sure there are many ways of approaching it. It's because people think about it all the time that it becomes such a difficult problem. It's a difficult no, if we come back to this point of the relevancy, see, I'm really interested, perhaps you'll be able to help me, because I'm voting. If somebody asks me a question, um, how am I, see, I, I have come to the point that Krishnamurtian approach is irrelevant to me as far as I'm concerned. It has relevancy, you see, to, to, to some people. To me, you see, like the Newtonian and Einsteinian, there is, there is, you see, the difference, you see. So, I am, at the same time, you see, uh, not anxious. I do not want to create the irrelevancy again. Without creating the same kind of an irrelevant situation, it was an irrelevant thing for me, otherwise I wouldn't have um, broken away from that, you see. I, I could see the irrelevance of that to me. So that structure collapsed. But at the same time, I must be alert, you see, not to create. I think I am bound to create. The moment I try to communicate this, you see, it creates in itself the irrelevancy of the whole thing. The, the very desire to communicate. The I think it's a whole question of language. It is not just a question of semantics. No, no, I meant more, more, more than Or even linguistic. Uh, no, no, but I meant that language is an action which goes beyond words. You see, as we talk, we have not merely the sound of the words and their content, but also the nonverbal effect. If the yeah. language produces uh, adrenaline, you see, it yeah. produces excitement or depression or and meaning and so on, you see. So, uh, if we consider the whole of language, it's an extension of the whole of our activity, yes. which is not separate from the nonverbal. There's no separation between the verbal and the nonverbal, except in words. That separation is purely verbal, because words are also part of our nonverbal action. And, uh, uh, and the question is whether our words are in harmony, whether our verbal action is in harmony with the whole of our action, you see. The difficulty is that a verbal action has got out of harmony with the whole of our action. And this is where we're coming into trouble. The form of our words, the form of our language, if I distinguish form and content, you see the content of our language is uh, what we're talking about. And the form is not really the rules of language, but also the informal form, which, have, which is changing every minute, you see, which includes also the situation in which we are sitting around and so on. Now, uh, now, this informal form of language has to be in harmony with the content, mm -hmm. but it gets out of harmony. You see, if somebody shouts, be quiet, you see, you have a disharmony between the content, which is the silence, and the form, which is making a lot of noise, you see. And you see, this is what has been happening in our language, that the form of our language is, uh, is, not, is, is out of harmony with the content, and this creates an irrelevant form of thought which has all these problems in it. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you, uh, if, if any, say if you were to start to, to make a language, once it began to fix the form, you see, then it, that form would cease to be in harmony <coughs> with the content, it has to be said. And then the, the, you would, the, would start up this trouble. So I think once there is this disharmony, it produces that state of troubled thought which is trying to solve a problem. And which never stops, you see, which builds up. That, uh, you see, the thought takes root, as you put it. 
the uh, when you have a problem, and this problem begins to produce an irrelevant uh, situation inside the brain, which uh, disturbs the brain in some way, it makes another problem, which the brain is trying to solve by another thought, and so on. Uh, and, and now the uh, so uh, uh, yes, so I, I think that. Uh, what we have to do, you see, is, is that watch the form of our language, and the, the form and structure of our language are determined by judgments of relevance and irrelevance, not by the words, but by judgments of relevance and irrelevance, you see. see if, if the self is judged to be supremely relevant, this helps uh, keep us in that state. You see, the form of our language helps keep the state of mind uh, in the form of the self uh, or the observer. And you see, the subject-verb-object form uh, does that. It says, I do this, I see this. It then creates the image of I looking at this. You see what I mean? So, the, uh, uh, therefore, we have to see the irrelevance of this whole uh, form. See, we can't change it immediately because it would take many years to change the way we use words. But one can change the relevance of these uh, forms immediately. And now, so if we watch our thought and our language for its structure of relevance and irrelevance, I think that uh, we can uh, avoid introducing irrelevancy. You see what I mean? So may I say something? Yeah. I don't think you uh, you see my difficulty. First, mm -hmm. you see, this is a problem which I am facing every day here. So many people come, and first the problem is an artificial problem to me, because I have no problems at all, understand? The, 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 the problem is, 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 a, is an artificial problem to me. Which problem? Whatever the, the, the individual asks the yeah, question, any problem, any right. problem you see. Right, let's uh, agree no, no, just uh, let, let me go slowly, yeah. that is yeah. number one. Yeah. And the, the, the second difficulty is, you see, to think out the problem with him. Uh -huh. And the way, you see, you see this I'm going to also explain. The, I am speaking, you see, the word, the, the, um, because you see, the speaking ability of the human being is one of the ten senses, this is one of the senses, there is nobody who is speaking, the words simply roll because of the vocal cords in me. So, the, every time I use a word, you see, it is not a conscious uh, effort on my part to use the word, you see, the challenge and there is a response, not a reaction, there is no reaction, that question is a challenge to me. You see, I am very sexual, what am I going to do, it's just an example. Or, you see, I want to solve the human problem, the world problem. So that is, you see, why the hell does he want to ask this question, you see, because he, it is so difficult for him to change, you see, himself, you know. He can't bring about a change within the structure of his own being and he's interested in changing the world. That, that's an impossibility, you see, it's a far-fetched idea. So I have to point out to him, in exploring this problem, the words that come out of me, you see, they, they spring from a different origin. It is not the thinker that is formulating this thought, or it is, I am not trying to make it mystical. It is because the vocal cords are, from, this is one of the, the abilities of the human being. You see, we have developed through centuries of evolution, the ability to speak words. That is why I say, the word, the origin of the word is a thing which I don't know. Which if anybody says, alright, you see, uh, let, let them perhaps tomorrow they will say, change. I am not interested in either accepting the biblical statement. In the beginning was the word. So, through centuries, centuries upon centuries, you see, 
this the capacity to speak you see the human being has developed and it becomes very easy for our children to start speaking than you see 30 or 40 generations ago so where from these words come in this i myself is explored this they don't come you see in a formulated way they, they don't come you see words come there is a need to describe the state of awareness this awareness brings these words out of me Yes. the vocal cords are functioning yes. so there is nobody who is formulating these thoughts or reasoning or logical it has a logic of its own so yes. you can't come to this point through any logically ascertain premises yes. so that questioner is discussing this from a rationalistic from his the logical premise so there is a tremendous difficulty for me yes. to take him along yes. so this is a spontaneous uh, yes. process if there is no no talking this is then there is a silence here It is nothing. The moment I stop the movement of the lips and this, the vocal cords to stop functioning, there is nothing here for me. And so these words come in their own way, and they have their own relevancy. They have their own logic. They have their own rationality. They have their own structure. See. And so the memory, this is this is like you see the, the press, the newspapers rolling on. You know, yeah. the situation demands. So the, every word I use, you see, he is he is interpreting it in a wrong way. If I use one word, you see, he is abstracting. There is not only this semantic difficulty. but also there is this uh, a, a communication gap because every word i use he is projecting you see he is abstracting something and projecting something else so every word i use i have to qualify so this is not what i mean this is for what you mean and so this is not what i mean when you use the word it is the mind is i have to qualify consciousness i have to qualify it is love i have to qualify kindness i have to qualify. all these words you see have a different connotation for them they are very they are very mysterious words Uh, and so there there is a real difficulty for me to carry on an exploration with him because we seem to be functioning on two different uh, uh, frequencies yeah. see, to bring these two points to a, a focus seems to be the difficulty to me yeah. Uh, yeah. see it is here you see uh, how am uh, they, they are using a structure of words which has been built up over thousands of years and this structure has its own flaws yeah which Pushes the situation in a certain way, no matter what you want. It's like a machine. You see, it's like a machine. You see, it's like a machine. It goes its own way, no matter what you want. Right? Yes. Okay. So the the point is, I'm I'm trying to say we have got to observe this machine, how it works, and see how it can be changed. You see that the uh, uh, this machine, in fact, plays a big role in making all of us what we are. You see. You see, we are not different from our language, and the uh, uh, no. And you see, in this language structure, there are all sorts of tacit judgments of relevance which prevent communication. You see, it is necessary for the judgment of relevance to be free and unconditioned in order to allow for communication. You see, but when you say something uh, which doesn't fit in with what I feel to be relevant, then either I ignore it or I change it so that it fits. Right? You see, so therefore, see, one of the uh, things is that one has to be aware. Of how one's judgment is being uh, controlled by this machine, you see. And the uh, now another point that you see it may be significant. Uh, you see, when we use words like kindness or fear or confusion or so on, they create difficulties of communication because the kindness is a description. See, if I describe this object, then I describe it from perception. It comes from perception into the word, as you were just describing, and therefore we can have a meaning to talk about it. But say, if I describe kindness, and there's nothing to look at, 
therefore apparently I'm looking at kindness, but this kindness is merely the projection in the imagination of the description. So when we use these abstract words, you see the description is the described, and that gets in the way of communication because you see if I use the word kindness, anybody uses the word kindness, and the other person sees an image inside him which he takes to be the meaning of kindness, and therefore the whole thing goes wrong, you see, that, uh, because uh, those particular, it's like a drama you can watch on a television, you get various feelings. So as we use words, we get similar dramatized feelings, you see. Now, uh, see, it's necessary to be aware that this sort of thing can happen with our language, and that we can uh, continually ask uh, questions which will uh, lead us to change the structure of this language. You see, the purpose of the question is not to answer the question, but rather to call attention to something which will change, you see, when you see it. And the... Uh, the point is, you see, you can ask, for example, see, is it possible, what does it mean to talk about a theory or to talk about kindness? You see, a theory is not an object of discourse, nor is kindness an object of discourse, you see, as this can be an object of discourse. Uh, okay. see, see, as you try to talk about uh, kindness, you, there's... Uh, what is happening is that this duality is being introduced because there's a description which then appears as the described in the imagination. Then one seems to be looking at it, one uh, says more about it, you see, and it's going around and around, if you see what I mean. Now, the, uh, so, you see, we're, we're discussing, you see, anything, we get into tremendous confusion. We say there was a quarrel, there's a quarrel, and you think, you can't talk about the quarrel because, you see, you can't look at the quarrel. <laughs> It's not an object, you see, but we treat it as an object, and then we try to do something about it as if it were an object, you see. You see? see that's in the structure of our language. Now, if you begin to change, see this, then the relevance judgments change, and you see it's irrelevant to make most of these things objects of discourse. You see, and therefore, you say that the word is not intended to have a direct meaning, but rather the whole structure of words flashes by, and it may indicate a meaning which is not in the word, you see, that... You see, the, the difficulty is that we hold these words and their meaning. We try to take their meaning to be literally what the word is conveying, but, uh, you, you see, so, in that way, it seems to me communication is not the conveying of information, but rather that uh, it's, it's really the possibility of our coming to see this, uh, to, uh, first of all, to see that we have different notions of relevance. We then see what they are and then drop them. And then we, are, then we are in communication, you see. You see, each of us begins with a certain notion of what is relevant based on past conditioning. Now, when, when we communicate, these two things come together in each of us. And if we see, they can't meet, you see, because if one is relevant, the other is not. Therefore, both have to go. Now, then in that, the new meaning of the communication is created. You see, it's rather like Einstein, once again, seeing the irrelevance. You see, all communication is really that way, that seeing the irrelevance of the two partial views, and then what, what is communicated is therefore common to both of us. Uh, now, the difficulty is I think people take communication to be conveying, so that if I'm talking to you, I feel I'm giving you something and you're giving me something, and then you see it doesn't make sense. What? The word is, uh, is not a value judgment to me. No, but to him, you see, every word is... is I understand that, but then one has to see, communicate. I see, I see the difficulty, you see, of, of, of him to, uh, 
to follow, you know, if it, I'm not going to give any answers to him at all. He has to find out that there is no answer to that question at all. You see, that is all. There, there are no answers at all. And so in this process of exploration, we seem to be going, you see, yeah, I understand. I say, that, that seems to be the difficulty for me, you know, this, uh, um, sometimes you see, I feel, it's not that, you see, that, that is what he's saying is relevant to him. No, but but, you have, I but to me, I don't even call that irrelevant. Because he, he cannot but, you see, uh, operate, you see, he, he operates in the field, the, the structure of his own thinking. You see, I find myself outside the structure of thinking. Because the words, you see, are, are different, you see. Uh, you see, this, you say that uh, if I may bring something else up, that uh, it may or may not be relevant, but you see, you are expressing, although say what Krishnaji says has no meaning for you anymore. Uh, I can understand why you say this. Uh, but you see, this uh, difficulty, if I may use the yes. word, that you have just expressed in trying to communicate with Mr. X mm. is exactly the one that Krishnaji is having, mm. which he has always had. You understand? I mean, just uh, this may be just uh, an irrelevant aside because it's, it doesn't bear any real relation on what we're talking. We're now concerned with the communication which is taking place at this moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, everyone has this difficulty. No, I understand the difficulty. All of us. The difficulty is, is not with him. The difficulty is with me. Yes, with because I have, I have, you see, made that into, into a model. ยังไม่มีอยู่ที่ไม่มีอยู่ที่ไม่มีอยู่ที่ไม่มีอยู่ที่ไม่มีอยู่ที่ไม่มีอยู่ที่ไม่มีอยู่ที่ไม่มีอ
See, if you say X, the action X is good. See, to be good, uh, you know, let's try to take a typical value judgment. You say, I, I don't like this, it's bad. But you see, or else you might say, I do like it, it's good, you see. Uh, so, uh, oh, there was an example we were discussing today, which was, uh, oh yes, influence, you see. Now you might say, uh, people, we are trained by the way, use of language to be very easily influenced, you see, because we listen to somebody and just accept his words as true, because that's the easiest way to get along with people. Or we may resist that influence and say, I don't want that influence, I won't believe it, right? But you see, both those judgments are irrelevant. I say either the judgment to allow myself to be influenced, because that makes life easier, or else because I hope I'll gain something. This fellow knows, perhaps you know something, and if you influence me, I will profit from it. Or perhaps I must resist your influence, you see. That's the way you think. So I say, my value judgment, I either be, I want to be influenced by good influences, or I want to resist bad influences, you see. But I say both those judgments are irrelevant, because you see, as soon as we, because uh, most words that people say are irrelevant, you see. Almost anything that is said is likely to be not very relevant. So that if I raise the issue of resisting it, I'm giving it relevance, do you see. And therefore I'm doing the same as if I accept it. You see, when I resist influence, I'm doing the same as when I accept influence. I'm being influenced. You see. So therefore, if I see the irrelevance of most of what is said, and I watch for the relevance of what is said, that's no longer influence anymore. You see, I see that X says something that is relevant, so he didn't influence me. You see, uh, but if I say most of what he said happens to be irrelevant. I don't resist it, and I don't accept it. I just say, it's, you know, it's irrelevant. You see, I don't even say it. I mean, it's it, it perceived as irrelevant. Now, the, um, so, uh, in the same way, you see, uh, all, all moral judgments are irrelevant because what is relevant is for people to understand each other and communicate. You see, if somebody does something wrong, say to, to hit him or kill him or something is irrelevant because he does it wrong for very complex reasons which are common to, to me as well as to him, if you see what I mean. That, that the reasons which may make him do that thing are very similar to the reasons which make me do whatever I do. And if I condemn that is wrong, it's the same as condemning myself is wrong. So I say it's irrelevant to condemn somebody as wrong because it won't, it really won't get you anywhere. You if you punish evil, it will only cause the flourishing of evil. I feel that words and language have only channeled something which is there. Well, and that's, and how do you know? After all, the, the symbol, the flag, you know, well, it's a symbol. Until it was imbued with, with feeling. No, how do you it's, it's not a symbol, it's but nothing. It, but, but, uh, say, it's a very mechanical way of imbuing symbols with feelings. You see, for example, you can get all the children to repeat that they love the flag, or you can put the flag there under conditions which are very exciting, tell exciting stories about it, associate it. You see, if you expose the flag to a child who had never seen a flag or never talked about it, let them know say. You see, so the language, what I take to be the language is the informal situation with which words are used as well as the, the, the rules, you see that people use uh, certain words in certain informal situations, saying, my country is very important, we depend on each other, and so on. You see, all sorts of things are brought together so that words always produce emotions. You see, for example, if, if somebody calls Mr. X an idiot, Mr. X is full of emotion, you see. Uh, it's the same as a slap in the face. Now, why does the word idiot disturb Mr. X? You see, either he is an idiot or he's not. If he is an idiot, you're only telling him the truth. If he's not, then it's irrelevant. 
Anyway, what's the beauty? No, but I mean, if you call him a fool or a, a wicked person, you say, saying you did wrong. You say, the word, I would write, taps the stream. The stream is there. No, I think the I, I think that the word shapes the stream. You see, that's the way I feel that the that the word puts a shape onto the. See, the stream might have any many forms. But it seems to me the word puts a shape onto the stream, so that it makes it anger or violence or fear or pleasure or something. You see, you see, by using words skillfully, you can create a state of pleasure and comfort and security in anybody. Or by using words equally skillfully, you can get them very worried and frightened. You see, it you can shape your material, but the material is there. You know, it is. Uh, what is it? It is as it were looking. It is looking for the outlet. What and language it? and symbolism and all the rest are outlets for it. Well, that, that's, the, that's the verbal statement. Uh -huh. You see, I mean, that, that in itself is a statement which is, we may be conditioned by language to believe. No, this is what I... I know, but what you're, I'm suggesting, you see, the question is, so here's a point of problem of communication, which you might find interesting to watch, you see. The, the point is, we are not communicating, you see, because I have one criteria of relevance, you have another. You see, we cannot meet. What are we going to do? You see, no matter how long we talk, we're not going to meet. Maybe, guys, and that uh, what has shaped one person to a large extent has shaped another to a lesser extent. And so one will say, well, this is what is being relevant. It, it is relevant in that person's life, whereas for the other person, their temperament or whatever having been different, other factors are relevant. Well, see, I'm trying to say something else, though. You see, you see, maybe I'm trying to say it without convincing you or anything, but just simply see if I can communicate what I want to say. What I want to say is that uh, words uh, are, not, uh, are able to, uh, to produce the sense of relevance and the sense of emotion through conditioning, you see, that is, that by the use of words over a long period of time, and so systematically with society and so on, and uh, you, one becomes conditioned to become, to see certain things as relevant, and that determines interest. You see, interest and relevance, I would say, are very similar. They're just different descriptions of one thing, because interest is the emotional description, and relevance is a, a more intellectual description, you see. But now, I say that, therefore, words create interest and relevance, they, they condition us to certain interests and relevance. They're recorded in the memory where they come out as thoughts, you see. So even if we don't utter the words, they still affect us. And now, I'd say that say words like kindness and love and, you know, and fear and hate and uh, country and so on, but not maybe those words, but all words, but different ways, are, are producing most of our emotions. I'm not trying to say that. I'm course, we can have feelings which are not coming from words, but I think we have to be able to distinguish between the feelings which come from words and those which don't, you see. Because if we treat the feelings which come from words as true feelings, we are going to uh, become confused. You see, it's like drama. You see, you can watch a drama on a television set. Now, it's nothing but a spot of life, you see, but you can get fear and hate and love and everything. Yes, I agree that I will cry at my mother's funeral, mostly because I'm expected to. Yes, I mean, people know that's well known, yes. yes. And you feel the feelings that you're uh, what I'm trying to say is that the reason why I do it lies deeper than because you are expected to, you know? Well, how do you know that? There is, uh, there is um, material there which is looking for shape, wanting to be shaped, which, well, uh, which for one reason or another 
Fuchs, the shape of the perspective of it, or breaks the wings? Well, let me suggest another uh, way of looking at it, which may, may not be relevant, you see. I say that this, the image of the material looking for shape may also be projected by the worry. It's like the drama of the television. You see, if you're looking at the television set, it may be that it's giving you news, but it may be that the whole thing is cooked up it's on a tape in the studio, do you see? Do you think that if uh, some accident or whatever, one lost completely one's memory of language, if there is such a center which could be lost, then well, is there transformation? You can never forget the memory of language. How can you? You are it, I mean, sort of like, you, know. you see, uh, you see what, what, as long as you see you are living, all these things are functioning. That's true, but as, uh, for example, there are cases of amnesia. Yes, but that is an illness. Now, if it is an illness, but if there were an illness where language was oblit obliterated from this individual's no, mind, one, 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 one part of the brain is damaged. Is transformation? No. No, no, but you see, language is transformation. I don't know what you mean by transformation. Well, how do you... Is that individual any different from what he was before? Yes, because the language is, is a verbal language. So this is said to be destroyed, deals with words. This is what still I all the other, yeah, which is the language. language. It, is, it is the center and, all, and one aspect of it is language. They know language covers all this. Language moves from yeah. one form to another. Which language is only the words that come out? in English or in German or whatever. They're all occult sounds, aren't they? Yes. And it's also the Latin language. German, you see, he speaks Mexican or Spanish, you see. If I don't know the language, it's just pure and simple sound to me. So I have to learn, you see, also uh, understanding, you see, the space between these sounds. But probably space between these two sounds is, constitutes the language. Yes. The language is also the written language. Yeah, it's the music, you see. The, the space between the notes is the music. You so, I, I don't know. How, how do you understand, you see, you see, both of you are discussing. So, how do you come to a point of understanding what you are discussing? You see, we are not meeting still. So, how do we bring about this? Uh, is there a meeting point at all? If there is, uh, how can we arrive at that point, two individuals dis dis discussing? Well, you see, I feel that, the, that what we have to do is first to listen to each other very carefully and, and before we make any, uh, uh, without making any um, choice or any judgment, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I listen, you see. Yeah. There, was, there was nothing inside of me, no reaction yeah. at all. It's a sound, pure sound. And you see, the, the process that you see, the dictionary inside of me, the, the talking of the words, yeah. you see, no content at all to me. I have listened. You see, there is already a meeting. What there is no disagreement in what he is saying. All that is true. But you see, uh, not that I am saying that it is agreeing or disagreeing. There is no question of agreeing or disagreeing with me, with him. Well, what he has said, I have listened. You see, without any reaction. Uh, so you see, if two persons are, are there is no question of my arguing at this point at all, as far as I am concerned, whether it is a, a learned, profound discourse or you see or anything, it is just listening to me, you see, the, the, the words have a different context. When two persons are discussing to understand, whatever it is, you see, understand the, the problem. It is not understanding the problem at all, you see, we are moving away from the problem. There is no such thing as problem, as, as, I, as I see it, you see. I don't know. I think the is the Isn't it this, the very word structure that is a barrier? You see, you see, the, the, 
If people are arguing from two different premises, they both have no, to leave the... No, that was a joke that was yeah. told by somebody once. There are two ladies who are fighting in two buildings that are screaming at each other, and somebody came along and said, these ladies will never meet because they're arguing from different premises. They both have to get out of each of the middle. So, uh, yeah, I think that the thing is that we perhaps need to talk about meeting, perhaps, is the wrong way, because this no, but, means that yeah. there are two But could we observe something, you see, uh, while we are talking, you see, uh, suppose we watch what's happening while we talk, you see, I'm going to say something that you disagree with, or you say something that I disagree with, so watch the feeling, you see, uh, which comes, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know, I can't say it now, but I'm saying that, watch the feeling that comes into you when I say something that you don't agree with, I say that's part of the language, you see, because, you see, a certain language structure is built up out of habit, which one feels to be the truth, the relevance, and there is the defense of the truth, you see, against all that is evil and false and so on, right? See, that, that has been built up in us, so that we are quite ready immediately to defend the truth as soon as we feel that it is under attack, right? So therefore, I say something to you, that I say that it's all language, and you say, no, that can't be truth. So did, did you watch that feeling that came up as you, at that moment? You see, now that feeling floods the brain, it gets it very excited. So one isn't quite clear on one's judgment. You see, one is not clear in perception. And now, that, therefore, your answer to me is not clear. We are afraid, you see, to touch this here. Yeah. The expansion of the ligaments here, you feel it. Yeah. So if you're listening without the reacting, there was a physical response to that sound. Yeah. You know, you know when you oh, yeah. see here, see, you see that? It's how I react, you see. It's not a reaction, but it's a so I was just listening, it was pure music, I don't call it music, it was a pure sound, you see. I, I didn't even know what he was saying. The, even the dictionary process was not there inside of me. So I was listening with very great interest every word, as if I am swallowing every word, but not, uh, no, no, no swallowing, nothing, you see. The flow of words and the moment, you see. So that as long as there is a reaction, there isn't going to be any agreement between two persons. So you see, that. That flow of language could produce in me a response, which is not a mental response, but a physical response. You see, the whole body was responding to the sound. So not a language, whether you spoke in German, English, or Italian, or Spanish, it is of no importance to an individual who wants to understand, you know. If there is any answer to be given to that, it's immediately the, the, the memory supplies the answer. You could listen to a language you don't know, and you get the, uh, you get what, it's not a fix in, in anger, you get the energy. You get that feeling, you see, that's part of the language. And so as long as you are the reacting, there is there's no agreement at all between you two persons. There isn't going to be an argument at the end of the day. So, but this is somehow, you see, this has to be 
discovered by the individual. I don't know if I... Oh, yes, for instance, sometimes I, I look at my two little children playing. Sometimes my little boy wants all the cars that, that uh, he has. And the little girl wants one of the cars. And it begins a complication there, you know. She wants something and he doesn't want to give her anything. So at a certain moment, it seems that both forget the desire. And at the moment that this, this, they forget the desire, they are right to a, to a complete communication. And the, and the situation is changed in a, in a very nice way. But if, if they stay in that position, they, they are never going to, to arrive. It's just until the moment that they, they change completely. And they, everything flies and everything disappears. <laughs> and I think it's, it's just for that, about time to say, yeah. Yeah. Our condition, for instance, I remember I was in a party once in New York, and uh, in Argentina, it was an Argentina woman there, and uh, it was Mexican people there too, and we were sitting something called cajeta. Cajeta in, in, in Mexico is a sweet made by sugar and, uh, and uh, milk. And cajeta in Buenos Aires means the sexual part of the woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, we <laughs> were eating there, and at the end we have this, this kind of sort of sweet there, you know, and somebody says, please give me the cajeta. Oh. Yeah. The, the, the Argentinian woman can swear the nigger, completely red. She was a very, very elegant woman, you know, this kind of social people. She gets burned in middle, you know. And the other people, so how I was thinking now that how to understand how to make them understand. Yeah. For that lady who was born in Argentina where Cajeta was she was a little girl. Yeah. Fundamental 
in science, fundamental progress comes by seeing the irrelevance of certain notions, you see, like Einstein. Uh, now, uh, I think similarly, in, uh, you see, in, in uh, communication, the essential point is to see the irrelevance of, uh, of older notions, which means they drop away, and then the mind is able immediately to see the fact. See, what stops us from seeing this fact or understanding it is all these other notions that are irrelevant. They, they are defended. You see, the brain gets flooded with, in your case, even the face was flooded with blood, but in milder cases, the brain still gets blood in there when you say something that uh, one, uh, there seems to be an attack on what one regards as true or right or good, you see. Now, uh, so you see, it's very hard in having a discussion if somebody See, if I say a word or a few words and somebody takes that as relevant in a certain way, therefore there's an explosion inside and he can't listen. You see, or else the explosion is covered up and the person just freezes. You see, another response is to freeze and not listen. You see, to push it aside and say it doesn't mean anything, that's nonsense. Of course, for instance, if somebody talks about brutality, if somebody is living in a very quiet place, in a very quiet city, and that's not anything about brutality. When you talk about brutality, you have living in a, in a brutal uh, country, or in a brutal situation, you, your reaction is completely different as soon as you, you have the you word brutality. No? So your reaction is not going to be the same as somebody who has living in a very, very quiet life. No? Or, 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 or to talk about hungry, you have never had the possibility to to have it. Yeah. How, can you, how can you talk about hungry with somebody who is hungry? Uh, I think the base problem between a rich man and a poor person. How can they, the rich person doesn't know anything about how to be poor? Many do. Many doesn't. So how, how can you since they were little boys, little children, they, they grew up rich already, with any necessity, material necessity. I mean, to write, to, to understand that, it's very difficult. No? I, I do think that, that whenever we're meeting, by trying to explain to the man who has never being without food, what it is to be hungry. These are all problems, as you say, which are not problems. I mean, they're very real problems for the man who is starving. But still arguing from two different entities. And I mean, you know, that's not communication. It can never be communication. Why never? Only language. Yes, yes, yes. That's which suggests I and anger is separate. Always talk about language in the sense of that at one time, 
uh, a word which uh, brings up one reaction will not have another time. Well, it may have many meanings. Oh, reaction, isn't it? How can you read it? Have you ever tried reading your thoughts? How do you read your thoughts? Tell me. Yeah, but uh, how do you know that you are angry? Unless you use the word anger, you will never know that. So I, I, I don't know. No, 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 yeah, but you see, you don't stop there, it hits me also, you see. No, no, no. It hits you, yes, but if you know, you, the moment it hits you, you have used the word, the language has come in there. Otherwise, it wouldn't have affected you at all. It has a, a bodily reaction and it's disposed of there, you see what it finished, you see, it burnt there. And the burning has a tremendous uh, uh, experience, you see. So the, the language is a very important thing. You, you can't think without these words at all. There's no thinking process without words. So the thought must be there, at least. the thought never disappears. Don't think that you will be a thoughtless person should such a thing happen. This is like if there is a use for it, you use it. If there is no use, it just sits there for years and years and years. Every object is, is everything, is spoon, is cup, saucer, they are just there. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, it's my time. I want to say, if you watch this coin carefully, you'll see something. You see, uh, that the, uh, when we act, they say, if somebody steps on your toe, says a word, it's like a slap in the face. You see, there is a reaction. And now, you see, the, the the point is that one describes this reaction either by words or by thinking, I am angry. Now that description is the described. You see, it, it's the same as the drama. By, see, if we were to read a drama here, we could produce all the feelings, you see, by this drama. You, know, you could produce uh, anger, hatred, fear, you know, kindness, and so on. You see, and now, so the minute that description comes in, I am angry, you see, then there appears those feelings of anger from the uh, memory. See, uh, along with the feeling that I am back here looking at them and trying to control them. There's also the notion I should control them and so on, do you think? And then there's this, uh, therefore, uh, what you can see is that, uh, that the description, two steps, if one first sees the description is the described, instead of saying I am angry, if I see I am angered, you see the difference. You see, therefore there's no separation. Because if I am angry, it would make sense to try to stop being angry. They say if I am angry, it means something else. Now, the the point is then that it's irrelevant to be angry. <laughs> if you really see that, then the anger will go, you see. But, the, um, uh, but you see, we are conditioned so that the word responds very fast. And you see that something happens, <coughs> and then very, very rapidly this word comes in, and the word has that feeling, you see. Just like the word stupid fool, you see, if somebody says the word you stupid fool in the right tone of voice, in the right conditions, there will be an explosion in the brain, do you see? That word can produce a tremendous reaction. Now, similarly, you see, the words I am angry produce a reaction based on memory. And, this, and they also produce the effort to control that reaction, which is always continuing the reaction, do you see? So therefore, the more you try to control it, the more twisted it gets and the more complicated. But the the thing is, if I see that if, if, uh, anger is irrelevant, see, and I am irrelevant, see, this, this this really is the thing which is the hardest thing to see. The reason I can't stop anger is because I, I am anger, and if I say anger is irrelevant, it means I am irrelevant. You see, and that's really it. I can't forget this insult, you see, because it happened to me. 
right? That's the way it goes, right? And I can't let it go, you see, because I am relevant. If I let it go, it would mean I am irrelevant, you see. And therefore, that's the thing which holds it, you see. The thing, a person finds it very hard to say, I am irrelevant. Yeah, yeah but um, uh, <coughs> dealing with, for instance, the anger, uh-huh. you see, you are tackling this when once it comes into being. That's right, already. You see, the relevancy or the irrelevancy of <coughs> naming or name, you see, not naming, anger as anger, is, you see, but what is the root of that? You see, that is the most important thing. That's what I am trying to point out. So there is no question of, you see, you looking at anger at all. I don't know if you see the impossibility of looking at anger. You see, it's, 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 it's not at all. Yeah, yeah. It is not possible at all. You see, so you see, what is the root, the origin of anger? When once it comes into being, you, you can't do anything at all. You see, you see. So, the, 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 why, why does this, uh, what is the origin of anger? It, it is in the process of listening, it, it begins there even before earlier. My very listening apparatus has created this problem. You see, you are saying something. You see, you know? The saying, you see, the listening, you see, the, the listening apparatus has created this, uh, the, what is this, uh, the, um, this, I don't get the word. You see, it, it is your very, it is the very defective listening that has brought this, this, this ingredient which you call anger. And this defective listening? You see, the, the listening is right there. So, but the defective listening comes from where? The whole source, you see. So you have to go down and down and down and down, and you you can never, you see, deal these deal with these uh, the fragmentary and truncated aspects of uh, our thinking process. I, I don't know. I see. There seems to be a difficulty here. I thought that it's useful to go. I mean, to break it up into stages for the sake of explanation. I mean, maybe to uh, the thing is one process. But it, uh, it may be useful to uh, see several stages for the sake of communication. You see what I mean? Be, uh, okay, it, it, it's only to see stages are irrelevant. Uh, actually, yeah. everything one says will be irrelevant except that it will communicate something else. You see. But the, the, the point is, uh, the first stage is just to experiment, and you can see the power of words in producing feelings like anger, and to see that by continually thinking about it, it gets worse, you see. I mean, that's one thing that sort of, see, if you actually see that, I, I see that by thinking about anger, it gets worse. And you I try to control it, what? You can't. No, but I it's see that. Take, take, for instance, your baby, you know? You see, you get angry with your baby. You understand? Why do you get angry with your baby? You love her, you see, there is no adequate reason to be angry with your, uh, uh, with your baby, why? I handed your girl, you see, day after day for 10 days. Uh, I don't know, why, why? What is the origin? Your relationship with the baby. What, what, what I am trying to point out, this the, the breakup of, of the whole thinking process into its anatomical uh, detail, is it going to lead to the source? 
I see what you are trying well, to do. I think that actually there's something which we call anger. I think that we have to have a discernment of a certain difference. If there's, there's something called anger, which is not anger. Ah. You see, the word, when we use the word to say that something is anger, it already is the effect of the word. If you see, that there's something which, say, when, when a man is ang says he is angry, and he says, I'm trying to control it, I know, but he, but he calls it anger. You see, that's the first. But thing. why does anger come into being but at all? Came, yes, it came further back. But I'm saying that uh, first of all, he continues this anger by calling it anger. You see? All right. You see, no, no. That is the living process. You see, uh, it's the same. Yes. So uh, why does it originate at all? Well, How does it originate? I mean, do we know anything about what originates? No. If you go into this problem of you see, how the thought originates. Yeah, but when you are there, you see, I don't know, you see, uh, by following this, you see, no, this is, this is the fundamental difficulty, you see, there is a technique, this is a technique, you, you know, or, 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 a, or a method, or a model, or, or an image, which, which we, we hope to, to cross over the difficulty by following this, yes. uh, the, the uh, well, I think that by, <coughs> there, if one thinks of it as a method, then this is going to be just adding more. I think if one could see, perhaps, that this whole way is not the way, you know, by following some sort of thought process, then suddenly at a certain point something else may happen because you see that this whole process is irrelevant. Yes, yes, you see. You see, one for anger, jealousy, is required, it's so many things. But is that the way we are going to break everything into its constituent elements? No. No. Do I see the irrelevance of going, you see, into the whole, the anatomy of the structure of this? This is what one can perhaps see. Perhaps you say. Perhaps you say. You see, I suggest that, you see, that may not be the way. Then if you don't, don't put that question and say, oh, what is, why, do you have any other way? No, you see, that very question is not the way. To ask, is there any other way, is not the way. So first I must see that this is not the way. It's because this is not leading me anywhere. I will go on year after year, year after year, year after year. Whether I turn that into a method or a technique, you see, it's, uh, how am I going to deal with this the problem of anger? It's not anger, there is jealousy, it's not jealousy, there is power, possession, you see, and yes. everything, every movement of my thought. Well, as long as there is a movement of my thought, you see, it is always, it is this movement, awareness, you see, that is creating all these is the, the, the problems. I think I explained that. Yes, yes, the, the moment yes, the thought, you yes. see, it comes in, it almost destroys, the, not, not that this destroying process, it's, it's a simultaneous process. So what I am left with is, is, is only a feeling, which is neither anger, nor jealousy, nor envy, nor, nor greed, nor, nor pity, nor kindness. It's none of those things. But yet, you see, if this thing does not take its birth at all, there is always, you see, a state of uh, um, the awareness. Well, uh, well, well, I don't know. Well, I just wanted to say that, you see, this is the same difficulty that arises in the tent. Yeah. Let us suppose, for ex ex just for the sake of uh, an example, there is this man there saying certain things. Right. Now, 
the people listening are meeting this, what he says, with their images, all of us. But just for the sake of Now, here you are saying a certain thing. You're talking about anger and asking where does this arise and what is it. But each of us, say, for the sake of uh, communication, is meeting this in a certain way with still caught in the image of the word of the thought. So you see, you say that this fragmentary approach is not the way. But I, for instance, say, yes, I can see that this is not the way. Then tell me a way. So once more, it's the same thing. You see, we want another way. No, no, you no, just listen. You see, seeing that this is not the way, you see, the, the relevancy of this, you see, doing one after the other, to, to break up these, you see, they are all one, they are not of separate course, things. Of course, of course. You see, by following this method, it's one after the other, one after the other, you see, see it will take right. you know, years and years and years, and so I push it to my next life, it's in life anyway, and so on. Anyway, you never finish because you're adding all the time. Yes. So this is perhaps seeing this, you see, the irrelevancy of this kind of a business. Well, this is what David's trying to do. You, you see, there are these two different approaches. There is the approach. They are not so different. They are not so different approaches. No, I'm only trying to say what is the language for discussing this irrelevancy. You see, the, 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 the point is that uh, uh, I say that the. Uh, it seems to me the difficulty in thought comes in the following. The thought begins to make a description of its own, uh, whatever it's doing, and this description is separated from the described. You see, this is the observer and the observed. See, when the observer and the observed come to the thought, then the thought doesn't die. Awareness doesn't get rid of it, but it keeps on going. You see, that's, as I say, the difficulty. Now, the, why does it keep on going? You see, because let's suppose something happens for an unknown reason. We have some thought thought starts to come in to try to look at this thought, to make a description of it, to say what is it so I can deal with it. And uh, if it describes it, say, as anger, then this, the description made by the second thought is added. It comes in to confuse the issue because it comes from a memory, you see, as some structure. And now the problem has changed because, I mean, the situation has changed because now the situation is that we are faced with a thought which is describing anger and which is actually the same as the description, but there's another thought which says that the two are different, that there's an observer who is doing the describing and that the anger is observed, you see it. And therefore it seems to be like the chair or the table. See, the table is something that I can get up to and change if I want to. It's an object. So in the same way, I'm treating my anger as an object, you see. This is where the, see, but anger is not an object, uh, and this, this is where the difficulty comes in. So then there seems to be the conflict between the subject and the object. The subject wants to control the anger, and the object is the anger, you see. So uh, it seems to me that what has happened is that we have learned a certain way of thinking which is relevant in a certain field, which is that that table I can treat as different from me for technical purposes, so I can go up to the table and change it. You see what I mean? Now, therefore, when something happens in the way of thought, a similar idea arises that this can be controlled by more thought. So more thought comes in to try to make it better. And we are, and this comes by our training. The children, when they show emotions, their parents tell them to control them. They say, they, they say don't do this, don't, don't be a bad boy, and so on. So you see, very early we learn to make this separation between the description and the described. You see, the boy says, 
I'm, I, I am a bad boy, but I want to be a good boy. So therefore, that, those words create this impression that there are two. The good boy is trying to overcome the bad boy, you see. So the, uh, and therefore, this drama is going on inside of the good boy fighting the bad boy. And the bad boy may win, and so on, you see. And, and the, uh, now, so I say that you have something to communicate, and we are trying to find a language. See, the purpose of this language is not analysis. It is not to, a technique, or to analyze the difficulty and make a technique. But rather, it's to make a description, and to say the description is not the described, you see, but the description may be relevant. And, and but one must perceive where it's relevant. You see, if I say I describe the mountain, see, the description is not the mountain, but it is necessary to perceive the mountain directly. After the description calls your attention to the mountain, but then uh, after that, the description is dropped. It is not necessary. So yes. this, uh, drop the description. See, so uh, see, I say the purpose of communication of language is not to uh, not, not to convey what you have over here to me, but rather, if we can find a description which will uh, be relevant for what you want to, for this topic of discussion, it is going to be relevant to all of us, you see. If, if it's relevant to you, then it would be relevant to all of us, and we would all see what you're talking about, then we would drop the description at that very moment, and, uh, and then we would see what would happen. Do you see what I'm, uh, that, you see, that this is the question to discover a language which will do it. Yeah, but why, why, why do I make that into an object and then manipulate with it? Which this? No, the anger. Yeah. I, I say because of habit. Because I've been uh, trained. No, no, no. no. It's not because of habit. Well, I've been trained to try to be better. You see, to uh, to uh, to try to. Well, why does it split itself first? You see, into two. I think that's because of the way we uh, we are using uh, uh, thought. You see, we are using a form of thought which makes. No, no, no. You could if the suppression, if the suppression is not there, it burns you. Yes, but if I it burns you, you see, so the whole structure is collapsing there. Yeah, but an irrelevant form of thought comes in to create the separation. No, no, that is, you see, no, that is still relevant. Right. Yes, as long as the self-protection is there, it divides. It suppresses the object. But self-protection is irrelevant beyond a certain point. You see, there may be the notion of protecting the body. You see, which is instinctive, and thought comes in to uh, to express that or formulate it by saying, "I am protecting myself." But those, that thought has a bigger meaning, a greater meaning, because it also means I must protect myself mentally. It seems to me that they are prepared to abandon irrelevancies. Only when we have something relevant in hand. Well, well that's relevant. That's relevant. Yes. Right, but right. this way, this is the way we just go on. We're yeah. trained for that. We are trained that way. But you see, and there are some people that do go on. Not, not, is not is there any other way? Is there any other way? Because oh, is no, is there any other way other than you see the, the process that which we have been doing for centuries? Is there any other way? I think to ask that very question yeah. is the wrong question. Why? Because the reaction or the response to that question is to no, I'm not asking that question. No, no, I I just say yes. what happens to me, say, when you when this question is posed, mm -hmm. is there any other way? Yes. Then the mind thought comes in to look for a way, you see, because uh, the habit or language or whatever, this, 
is searching for a way the whole time. It sees this is not the way and that's not the way, but it can't stop. All right. At this moment, it doesn't stop and say, well, all right, I don't know whether there's a way. Perhaps there's no way. No, it will never stop because it's a dialectical thinking about thinking itself. You see, yeah. so it is not going to stop that way. Then why do I pursue that if that is not going to? See, still I have a hope, somehow, somewhere along the line. Uh -huh. You see, I, hope, so I, so I go on and on and on and on. You see, this, is a, this I think is a clarity of thought. You see, you are clarifying thought more and more and more. At the same time, you see, the process is sharpening the whole, whole business. And making it more and more difficult. I don't know. Doesn't it make it more and more difficult? So then, what am I going to do? You see, it's the dialectical thinking about thinking itself. You see, and then we go into the phrases and the phrase structure and the, and the the origin of the words and date back. You see, and so on and on and on. And the linguistic analysis and it leads us nowhere. But can we put that question? What am I going to do in a different way, which perhaps doesn't call forth the response? Perhaps, instead of saying, what am I going to do, I going to do, can one say, is there anything to be done? I mean, I don't know. This is a question I've asked myself in the tent. Uh, and it seems to present a different, it opens, you see, instead of it being a closed thing of what am I going to do, always I, 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 which is a, a line, one line, I doing this, I do, you know, perhaps it's a more open question which opens up, you know, is there anything at all to be done, I mean, you know, that one could consider that. Yeah. stop there? Yeah. I don't know. Perhaps yeah. one just stops you for a while. I understand, you see, I understand the very fallacy of putting that question. Mm -hmm. And But at the same time, who is putting this question? Is there any relevancy of this to this question? Yes, or, or not? Uh, I don't know what to call you. What do I call you? You come, you did case already. Yuji, I think, you see, this is one of the things that happens with Krishna Murti. We have to clap all the decisions. No, 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 that's what no, 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 I want to say. That's not what I want to say. I'm not saying it in a derogatory sense. It has become part of our thinking. So that's it has become part of our experience. And so you see, we, we, it, it, it has become impossible for us, you see, to go beyond this, you see, yes. you see this process of thinking. Yes, but this is what I wanted to say with the connection, is that I think you are going too fast. When you say, you know, do we stop there, you're expecting me to move. Maybe for a while one has to stop there, just there and see what happens. But you have to You see, you are moving away. This is true. And is it not possible for you to stop at least with that question and not go into that? Is, 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 is it not, not why have I put this question? Who has put this question? Is that, that seems to me irrelevant. All right. Having committed, you see, the series of irrelevancies, I have come to this point of putting at least a so-called relevant question to myself. So, 
Talk with that question, one question only, see, formulate this question, the fundamental question, and, and any attempt on my part to move away, see, the, the, the whole process of going into the question or trying to, to break through the relevancies or otherwise of this question, maybe, you see, I, I see the impossibility of staying with this question, because there is bound to be a moment, there is bound to be a moment away from the question, and because, because, not because no, no, you see, that is bringing the questioner to an end. Yeah. That is the death, you see. The, that's, that right. is, that's the one question we won't question. No, no, the question that, that means the death, death, you see, the, the, question the, the ending of the whole structure inside you collapses. And so I have to go into it and, and try to see why, why is it, the very question is, is a fallacy, you know, the, and so I'm moving away. I don't know, see, 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 what am I to do, see, the hopelessness, you see, it is so hopeless, the, the whole situation is, is such a, uh, such a desperate thing, but you see, to, to do anything, you see, call it a despair, and you can create an existentialist philosophy, you see, and, and tremendous structure of thinking, but what am I to do, well, what am I to do about this? Well, what am I to do about this, you see? No, the question is bound to be there. The question is bound to be there because the questioner is there. I don't know. I must say, I'm just thinking aloud. You see, is it like you know the snake is eating its own tail? It goes on and 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 on. And I'm never tired of giving this analogy. Well, I tell you what. Uh, has a graduate student. Quite a remarkable person, Sanders. He was here this now. He's gone. And uh, you know what she says? Go off. He'd put everybody on skis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you see, on skis, there's no time for thought to come in. If you think that's it, you're finished. Yes. Yeah. You see, and really, this is just a joke. But I mean, this is really. Uh,
the emotion and the fact of uh, I don't want to go into this. This is silly for me to talk about it. And yeah, I think we spoke. No? What time is it? Yeah, it's very late. She does. Aren't you tired? You look so very tired. When is Christian leaving? Is he going to England? Or? Yes. Uh, I understand you are going to play a very important role in the school. And I don't know where this, you know, all sorts of stories come to our ears. We know nothing about this. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
sort of sort of rather a narrow level maybe but this uh, they were talking just about about quantum theory but it was this yeah. just this language question It's yes. not occurred to me, it's yes. quantum, but yes. I didn't want to go into yes. it. But I don't know how the scientists react to your approach. I'm sure well, they're talking in the same time. Well, uh, uh, when, I started, uh, uh, when I started the conference, there wasn't great right, right confusion. But mm. there, there, first of all, as people began to see the relevance of this as it went on, and then we had discussions with particular individuals, you see, and then there we went to the question. And I think that say, one or two of them saw it very clearly. And, uh, See, the thing was so striking that when brought up the point, this yeah. man remained silent for about five minutes. I couldn't tell exactly, yeah. but you see, it, it really uh, changed his whole life. You still could contact them, you see, on a, on a different level. Well, the point is, you saw, you see, if any man is serious about his work, yeah. then he will listen and discuss seriously. See, the main point is that if somebody is serious, he will have the energy which is needed for communication. The difficulty is not most people are not very serious, you see. They're, they're all islands helping the cross, you see, that one. There's no misunderstanding. Uh, and just here where perhaps one should be serious, there is so much going on, you know, so many figures, so much socializing, um, that it's... Uh, well, great avenue will open there for you in the scientific field, and maybe, I don't know, this well, 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 will take away a lot of well, energy. And, uh, School, elementary school in the beginning, I suppose. Well, I think they're thinking in terms of a small school at the beginning. But all these questions, I think, are going to be discussed. No, 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 no. not yet been settled yet, but uh, I yeah. think that, uh, The first thing is to get a degree of communication. Yeah. Yeah, because of otherwise, what does it all yeah. mean? Yeah. The ladies yeah. of communication gap, even amongst those who want to organize the whole thing. Well, this is not surprising, <laughs> is it? No, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm only surprised why Krishnaji is, uh, is very keen about the school now, I don't know. Right.